What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is Black Series Rebels, episode 83, which kind of rhymes with D23. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Just came up with that on the spot. What are we, Steve? We are the Black Series Rebels. We are a weekly YouTube Star Wars talk show. What should the people do at home? Uh, they should subscribe to this channel. What else should they do? Uh, like this video. What else should they do? Uh, there should be a bell arriving right about here. ding a ling a ling And they're going to want to click the one down there somewhere ding -a -ling -a -ling. so that every time we, the Black Series Rebels, post a new video or new content or or what have you, you guys get notified with a little email, little thing that says, hello. 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 We're here. Good morning. Posted a video. Hey, Steve, guess yeah? what? What? We actually have Star Wars shit to talk about this week. Oh. And guess what? What? I brought some friends. No way. You got friends? I thought I was your only friend. No. These are other friends. <gasps> Hey, Steve! Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars News? We are here with the amazing Alex Rubens and Ken Napsok, both former guests, both great friends of the show. Thanks for being here, guys. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I wish I, I saw you do it, and I was like, I wish I had done it. Oh, well, <laughs> let's just take it again. No. Fuck it. No, it's <laughs> great. I, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Pete will put in lasers. It'll be fun. <laughs> just do it. Pete, put in lasers. <laughs> Are there actually going to be lasers? Yeah, probably. If, if you, you want to do one. If you want to shoot, shoot a laser, laser, shoot a laser. Can I, like, make a lightsaber? Yep, you can. Oh, we've done that, too. We've done it, too. <laughs> And the best part is sometimes he does it and sometimes he doesn't. So you might not have it, but you might have it. Either way is good. Who knows, but it's going to be good. Either way is good. good so um, we have been recording our show every week. We know you've been doing uh, Force Center and Collider, and you are always thinking and breathing and living Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I think but about it. I feel like we finally have some shit to talk about this week. Yeah. So hey, Steve. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars news? You don't know? He doesn't, okay. he doesn't know. Okay. Do we have anything? I don't know. No, Alex, we've got lots of news. Where do I begin? D23 was last weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, did anyone here go? Did not. I did, did not. The D did stands you? for Disney, right? It does. It What's does. the 23? I think it's like... Um, is it the 23rd year? No. No. It's just it's every like, year it's, it's 23. It's like I, probably like the amount of dollars Walt had in his... What's the 33 when he did for Club 33? Uh, that's something similar, too. It's like the first year he designed Mickey uh, or something. You know who yeah. I bet knows is Green Tea Drinker, and she's going to leave it in the comments for us. What <laughs> did, oh, does D23 stand for when Walt Disney Company started? Maybe. Oh, 1923. Maybe, Maybe the 23 is, um, hmm. is when Snow White came but out? They liked it because there's that... No. The 55 Steakhouse is like the year it opened. Like, they like those numbers. They just it's like when Hitler numbers. wrote Mein Kampf. Oh, no. <laughs> that's yeah. oh that's Welcome back, Alex Rubens. I love having Alex Rubens back in the It's not an episode with Rubens without a reference to fascism. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> All right. So, D23 happened. D23 happened. Let's go down the line. All right, we so had a we're lot just going to talk about. We're just going to talk about Star Wars, right? Yes, yes. This show's about Star Wars. It's about Star Wars. Okay, first up. We got uh, Cassian Endor. It is coming to the Disney Plus streaming service. Uh, it's not happening this November, but I believe it should be happening November 2020. Alan Tudyk yeah. and Diego Luna came out on stage, and nice. Diego had a nice, fresh, faded haircut. His haircut looked yeah. good. Everybody waved Sharp. and told jokes, and Alan Tudyk was like, K2 Fast, Too Furious. 
and the crowd went nuts with those jokes. <laughs> mm. How do we feel mm. about Cassian Andor streaming service? I know mm. I know very little about it to be honest. I, it, do we know when it takes place? I mean, it's, it's a pretty narrow realm. They do now. They, oh, you this do? is okay. what they confirmed three years before Rogue One: New Hope. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Three years, and they will have met already because the one-shot comic they already had met, so it'll be past that. It has to be a thing. I can't believe. I don't think they'd retcon their own comic. Okay. Who knows these days? Okay. Hey, Who knows? They can retcon whatever they want. Whatever they want. Whatever they I want. mean, maybe even more so before we get. Because I mean, I feel like the answer is we're all probably excited about more Star Wars, oh, yeah. and we're going to be getting more Star Wars. But how do we feel about Disney Plus as a whole? Besides the other stuff we're talking, are we going to be all signing up for the Disney Plus streaming service? Oh, yeah. Six ninety nine a month. I think it's like five ninety nine for the first. Five ninety nine a month. Is it a Netflix killer? I mean, that is uh, just one less Impossible Whopper a week for me. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be okay. Oh no! <laughs> I guess uh, for me it is one more secret bag of Doritos on the way to uh, record this show. <laughs> I don't know. I go five ninety nine a month. It's twelve ninety nine a month if you want to add Hulu to it, and if you're in the that thing I called know. sports, you can get ESPN with that as well for twelve ninety nine. Okay. I can see that being very lucrative for people, considering they probably already pay twelve ninety nine for Hulu. And I granted, this is twelve ninety nine Hulu in the package without ads. Mm. Um, I'm sure there'll be other tiers. I want to say at one point they announced that like it would be sixty nine ninety nine for the whole year. Yes, and there's also some going around. I think maybe if you attended D twenty three, you got a three year one hundred thirty nine dollar offer. What? See Disney in their numbers. They're yeah. just throwing yeah. these lots of threes. Up. Lots there's of lots of threes in this. Yeah. Um, but like I showed my wife Amber because she works in television. We both work in non-scripted. You work in scripted. Scripted. Um, and I showed her all the trailers for all the new content that they've got going. Mm -hmm. And it's like you got Jeff Goldblum in an unscripted yeah. sort of show. I love Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I mean, you got Kristen Bell doing yeah. like an unscripted sort of reality show about like musical theater and people going back to high school. Um, you, you got High School Musical, the musical, musical? Okay. Something happened. Lizzie McGuire? High School Lizzie the McGuire's Musical, back, the yeah. musical, yes. Mm -hmm. Lizzie McGuire's back. Um, and then on top of that, we're getting a holiday movie with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, which looks like, to me, an old, like, a 90s Touchstone Pictures movie that mm. nowadays probably wouldn't get released in theaters because right. it wouldn't be able to really compete. See, with to me, it's just there. worth it to get it just to have access to all those. So with all of Pixar, all of it's Disney, all of Pixar, Star Wars, Star Wars, Marvel, Marvel like National Geographic. Yeah. And also, by the way, do we yeah. know, I heard... Uh, that 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 for, that recently you told me I think that there was some screening of uh, Star Wars the first one mm -hmm. and that it wasn't the special edition. No, it was and at the Academy Theater and it was not the because for a long time, as we know mm -hmm. or not everybody knows, um, Lucasfilm would not allow you to mm -hmm. screen um, the that version. Yeah. and that makes me very hopeful that eventually you might have the Let's option see. of viewing the original versions of these movies. And if that's on Disney Plus, I will pay $100 a week. But the I'll I'll say Okay, this. I'm, I'm no, derailing. No, no, here's what I'll say. I will say this. I had tickets to that and I didn't know if it was the special yeah. edition or the original. And well, I you wrote you. Yeah. And I, I invited you, you invited and me? I invited... And I turned it down? You turned, you turn it, down? It, turned it down? And then I... We don't like Bacchus. I wrote Alex and I was like, hey... No, I just don't go... To, I won't watch the special edition. I was like, I'm going to this thing, this new whole thing. And he goes, is it the special edition? I was like, I don't think so, man. It said 70 millimeter. He goes, there's no way it's not the special edition. Well, I'm yeah, not I, thought going, it, I didn't think they were. And, and then two weeks later, hmm. Steve texted Alex Rubens and said, hey, I've got yeah. tickets to The Empire Strikes Back 
at the, <laughs> the Ford Amphitheater. Yeah. I can't go. You want them? You know, man, I really appreciate that, but I don't watch the special. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's like it's like, like it was the most polite. It's like, hey, like, you want to see? Down. Um, I, I've got these pictures of your grandparents and you when you were a little kid, but we drew clown makeup on your grandfather <laughs> and like a dick sticking into your grandmother's face. I'm like, no, I don't. I want to. Why would I want to look at that? I want to look at the. I'll look at like a picture of my grandparents. I loved my grandparents. But I don't want to see clown makeup. Clown makeup in the dick. Okay. It's okay. Ken turned me down too. I okay. do too. And I and I have no problem with clown dicks on. You know, <laughs> I, I, just, I just couldn't go. I just couldn't go. Yeah. So Cassie and Andor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So what are we hopeful in Cassie and Andor? Are we fans of Rogue One? Yes. Yeah. Are yeah, we fans of Cassian? Yes. yes. He's been in the He's fight since he was six years old. Guys. But that's that's what I love about it, because once the novelization came out and Alexander Freed wrote more stuff, like the character... I didn't read it. Because it, yeah. I read the novelization out of duty. Like, yeah. I, I got to review it on a show. Oh. And it was one of my favorite the new oh, canon novels. It brought a lot to Jin. It brought a lot to Cassian. Interesting. And his distrust of Jedi, Force, and those concepts. Oh. Because he was raised by parents who were like, hey, the guys with lightsabers are leading clones against us. <laughs> Oh, was his family in the Separatist? Yeah, uh, on that side at least. Not necessarily that they fought along so battle droids, but yeah. And, and somehow I only just recently, when rewatching the prequels, I've never quite registered before that the um, uh, the the Jedi are flying proto uh, Tie Fighters. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, that the the clone troopers are flying like X wings, basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. And to be like, oh right, like it's like he, he was playing with the sides. Sides. You know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because uh, of course, the Galactic Republic became. The Empire. Just, that's my um, favorite. Mm -hmm. I want that story of Palpatine picking out the uniforms. <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> we're switching over. <laughs> grays. No more clothes. Sensible grays. Yeah. <laughs> Sensible yeah. grays. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, I feel I feel pretty excited about casting. It's hard to... I. Diego Luna was there. Uh, for, what's the, Who's the actor? Alan Tudyk. Al, Alan Tudyk. They were there. I feel like it got a little outshined by the next mm -hmm. announcement. Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah. man, how do we... Oh, where are we going? So Johnny Fobbs is a uh, favorite staple on this show. Let me like uh, Fobbs. We're, we're big fans of the Fobbs. We love Chef. We love we love the Chef show on Netflix. Yeah. I thought you were talking um, about um, the robot from Short Circuit. You're talking about Favreau, John, John, John Favreau. Favreau. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're Johnny Favreau yeah, right here. Exactly. Not uh, yeah. Los Lobos kick your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los, Los no, Lobos no, kick no. your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Los Lobos kick you into outer space. I think they kick your so balls into outer space. Uh, maybe. maybe you saw the maybe. network version. Maybe I saw the network right? version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyhow, John Favreau finally debuted. Um, some footage he seemed to be very happy and proud of this time. This time around, yeah. Uh, he didn't seem too excited with the footage he had to show it at Celebration mm. in Chicago, which the mm. three of us got to go to. Mm. Um, this time, we got our first full trailer of The Mandalorian. So good. Uh, it'll be coming out on Disney Plus on November 12th. Uh, episodes will be released once a week. I believe uh, we'll get maybe the first six episodes before episode nine comes out? They, but they didn't confirm any of this. They didn't just confirm. I'm yeah. just, oh, you're going by, yeah, the date, yeah. I'm going by, like, weeks yeah. and yeah, dates. Five, Odds mm -hmm. are, I'm willing to bet we'll maybe get two episodes, maybe three, before Rise of Skywalker. But they might not, uh, usually shows don't release on uh, Thanksgiving weekend, right? Mm -hmm. True. So it might be. But I feel like Star Wars might be a big enough deal to where they'd be like, fuck they it, also we can might take release two in the first, they, that's a thing nowadays. I bet that, I bet, I bet the first two are released on the first weekend. I can't wait. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. What Especially. did we think of the trailer? 
I liked it a lot more than I remember. I, I kind of grump. I was a little grumpy at Celebration. You can say it. You I was grumpy at Celebration. What, what, how did you describe it? I said nice fan film. Yes. Like mm -hmm. I didn't like, but I but I was comforted by the fact that at the convention, Favreau was just like, oh, we got a lot of work to do. We gotta go yeah. back to work. He did and not. And I think they thrilled. went back to work. Early yeah. cuts are like I've I've learned over the yeah. years are like I mean personally are like. You're like, oh yeah. no! <laughs> like, yeah. you have to like we uh, have to quit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, uh, so I, I didn't see those. those yeah. it, for me, it was because they showed a little trailer, but they showed yeah. that scene with Warner Herzog, and and Herzog's great. Yeah, complicated, complicated. Uh, The guy comes out with like Earth glasses, like it's like Alex Alex's glasses came out, not space glasses. Not that I do, I don't have a vision <laughs> yeah. in my head of what I space you. glasses are. Like he came are. out with Warby Parkers. Yeah, and I was like, so maybe that'll change his. I don't know. But that said, this trailer's good. The music was my favorite yeah, thing of it. I love the music. It was cool. Yeah. It was like non. Williams or even Williams esque yeah. music that felt awesome. That's cool. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. How do we feel about the it's very gunslinger, it's very westerny. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's kind of dead woody. Yeah. Which yeah. I've been well, which I've been like really woody? wanting. Did I tell Always you I wanted <laughs> cocksucker to be said to Star Wars? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I think I in the middle of I think I may have texted you. I woke up in the middle of the night with this idea for how um, the Mandalorian could begin. I'm not saying this is a good idea, and I'm def definitely not saying this is what it, I'm just I just want to share this idea. Okay. I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if it was kind of like Wild Bill Hickok and Deadwood? Like yeah. the Mandalorian <laughs> opens with like Boba Fett's in there and he's like, and then I climbed out of the He's like at a cantina. He's like, then I climbed out of the fucking, I mean, I'd probably just say fucking, yeah. out of the Sarlacc. And then, and then just somebody comes up behind him and shoots him in the head and takes his armor. And I, then we're like, oh, boy, okay, I, well, Boba Fett's dead. And this guy I, took his armor. I wish you had texted me that in the middle of the night because that's actually pretty good. It's pretty that's awesome. Pretty awesome, right? actually. That's why we bring him on yeah. here. He's got great ideas. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's that. I, I think I'd be pissed if that were <laughs> I, I think there'd be a, a high entire legion of, of Mando mercs that would yeah, emerge. Yeah. And well, I mean, there'd be a cooler version of it. A better version? Yeah, yeah like, that's pretty good. That's a great opening. Boba Fett, Fett, I yeah. mean. That's a great opening, especially to be told this whole time, like, this, this is not Boba Fett. Yeah. Is that yeah. nothing to do with Boba Fett? It also, of course, could be Boba Fett. Do we think it's Boba Fett? He, Favreau has he said, said no. it isn't. No, because but he, like, he, he wanted it, it to be fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly he, he wanted to make he a He told the story at Celebration of when he was trying to convince Filoni to get the project off the ground or whatever, that he was knitting him Boba Fett socks. Why are you doing that? Not just like I knitted you Mandalorian socks. Mm -hmm. He yeah. wants it to be fat. Right. But I think yeah. I think I, mean, I think I, it's, I, I told don't think the story on the show before that I had heard from from friends that they had a meeting, Kathy and Lucasfilm had a meeting with Favs, and Favs was just like, I want to do Boba Fett, and they were like, yeah, but we got this movie. Uh, James mm. Mangold just finished writing the script, it's mm. really good, we're gonna, that, we're gonna make that movie. What if that was what it was? Mm. Well, it wasn't canceled yet, and then they, John left, and then John called, came back to Kathy, or came back and was like, all right, well, I want to do this story, he looks like Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's set here, and this is what I want to do. And they're like, okay, great. And then I heard at some point a creative executive or somebody who happened to be working on the Boba Fett movie happened to be visiting and checking out what they were doing with Mando and was like, wait a second. That's what we're doing over here. And then all of a sudden after Solo happened, people Just got a little right, right, right. scared. And, yeah, uh, and Boba all of a sudden Boba Fett got... Away. Right. right. But is it possible that it got folded into Mandalorian? I don't know. I mean, could be. I think that's what happened with the Obi Wan stuff, right? But, right, right. But, yeah. By the way, I think it's, I, I'm I just personally, as a writer, I like kind of 
prefer, like my if I if I came up with a story in my head, anything, and was like, what's the ideal way to tell it? I mean, the answer would have to be it depends what the story is. Mm. But as a, like generally speaking, I kind of feel like a like six to ten episode season of a television show is in some yeah. ways a way better way to tell a story than a movie. For various reasons. Well, it's funny you said because I think I said to Alex earlier this week or or uh, this weekend, I said, you know, I almost feel like this medium of Disney Plus and Star Wars and sort of treating it budgetarily the way they are with Mando, I almost feel like this is the future. better suited in the future for Star Wars storytelling. Yeah. I just think we, we as, a, as a viewing audience, we like that now. The, yeah. We always go to the Game of Thrones factor, but you can even go to Lost. Or, You're a massive Game of Thrones A massive fan. Game this of Thrones nut. It's so, a perfect thing to replace that. In, uh, in your mind. For me to think at any point in my Star Wars fandom that I would be like, oh, I'd rather have something on TV than, than, than on the screen, I, I would have been shocked. Yeah. And Obi-Wan's a big point. Like, yeah. this is one of my favorite characters. I think it's a great story to tell. Yeah. And I'm kind of relieved it's not a movie. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And also because mm-hmm. less pressure. Because mm-hmm. I, I personally am a fan of, of, of most of what happened in Solo and I like what's going yeah. on. If it had been a six-part Netflix series or D- Disney Plus series, the pressure would have been off the fans yes. too. Like, we'd yep. have, oh, okay, we yep. can enjoy that for what it is yep. versus we had to go to this movie. Totally. I, I totally agree with you. I think, totally. I think it's an interesting point now mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, and to add on that, Favreau in an interview talking about Mando uh, was talking about how everyone at home has these beautiful... 4K OLED screens, and he's talking about how like you can enjoy what I painted with the Mandalorian on the big screen. Yeah, but you can also enjoy it just as much at home. Well, he said he really took that into consideration. Mm. He took into consideration that it's on a small screen. So I think that means there might be more going on in Mm. the image. I don't know. It it Mm. sounds like I I heard. But ILM tweeted something really interesting right after they released the Mandalorian trailer. And they just said, we can't wait to show you all of the tech that we had to invent to be able to make this show Mm -hmm. look the way it looks and for it to be what it is. And that gets me excited because I think, for better or for worse, we, we don't need to get into the prequel conversation. But I think a very big and important part of Star Wars is the fact that Lucas cared a lot about cinematic technology. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that makes the original trilogy so fucking incredible is if you were a kid in 1978 and that fucking cruiser goes over your head, you're like, I've never seen anything like this. And in that trailer, when the Mandalorian ship is flying over that forest plant, I was like, fuck, I like that that, uh, like cracked earth. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, this looks really good. I was like, this does not, this looks way better than that footage at celebrations. This is gonna be really, really awesome. So I'm really curious to see how they get Star... We expect a very specific, polished, cinematic look from a Mm. fucking Star Wars movie. I'm really excited to see what that means in the television space because it's also it's their flagship show. So it's It's going to have to be... Favreau's got to be just... Cashing in Lion King Jungle Book. Well, checks right now. one of the things he also said, Favreau talked about, was that you know he approached the introduction of the Mandalorian very much in the same process that he approached introducing the mainstream world to the first Iron Man. Mm. That's promising too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah. I've been meaning to rewatch that. What happened with though. Iron Man? Did that? Did it that, never went anywhere, the, but the Marvel yeah. Cinematic yeah. Universe never went anywhere. Some stuff no, together. Right. Right. Yeah, and then There's also a, to piggyback, and, and you guys, you know, the, the, the three of us know because he talked about it a lot. At his presentation at Celebration was taking that technology from the original 
-hmm. trilogy, that practical, but also the way he did the miniatures with the ship mm -hmm. flying, and then adding in the cleanup with the CG mm. and all of that. And, you know, that's my, one of my favorite things about Favreau is he always, look, at, he can go do a completely CGI movie like Jungle yeah. Book or, or right. Lion King, but he's very much into the practical and cleaning up yeah. using both both skill set. To well, I just um, listened to an amazing interview with him for the Directors Guild on their podcast, and he was talking about the way they did Lion King was he, they were like, we're, we want to do a whole thing in, in engine effects, just like you did Jungle Book, but he insisted that if we're going to do this, the software has to be able to be lived in like a movie set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I need my DP to be able to put on VR goggles and oh, place lights. Yeah, that's crazy. He's like, they need to be able to place lights and they need, when they touch that system and they ride in like this ISO with this lens, it needs to do. Yeah, they have to actually It has to, to work exactly like a film set because cool. a movie is only made through collaboration mm -hmm. and it can't just be like, we say go do something yeah. and an animator does it. It has to be like, he tells a gaffer, gaffer go lights it, the director sets up the shot with the, which is, I mean, if mm -hmm. all that plays in the Mandalorian and judging by that trailer, this could yeah. be a really, really, really amazing like eight-part series of television. With season two coming. Yeah, what yeah, do, and do he's they... writing four, he's already written four episodes yeah. of season yeah, two. Yeah, he's written four And they episodes. talk about, he shoot, what's he called? Though? They shoot, shoot on the volume? It's called the volume. The so volume? I know I've talked about it a lot that I worked on Jungle Bug. I basically was a gopher PA dude, but I can remember being <laughs> okay, in, I can Steve. remember being in digital domain <laughs> in their void, yeah. sort of figuring out how they were going to do Jungle Book. And I can remember the guys at Digital Domain Walking John and Bill Pope, the DP, mm -hmm. um, and a couple of the other effects supervisors around this void, and like they had a couple actors in the the suits with the mm -hmm. sensors and like things. And I can remember John walking around with like headsets, and everywhere was televisions, flat screens that showed like you could look at John walking, and he's on this like white grid with all this scaffolding, with all mm -hmm. these sensors and all these things, mm -hmm. and him with a headset or with like this like iPad thing looking around and then you could look at these TVs and see what he's seeing in mm. the monitor and at the time it was it was CG jungle and, mm -hmm. and all this stuff not like crystal perfect but mm -hmm. and I remember seeing him walk around and being able to literally like look at a, a plant on the ground and if he could place his camera angle however he wanted and could pull out and pull all the way out all the way out almost to where you almost felt like you were doing a Google Earth of the globe. Wow. And then he could come all the way back in and sort of move around. And I can remember Bill Pope filming scenes where he had this thing that almost looked like a, like what, like the tripod that the Mevo's on. Hmm. But it had a thing and he would be running and it had a tiny little camera on it. He would be running all over hmm. yeah. with hmm. this tiny thing. And to see how he's taken that technology, yeah. improved it for Lion King, right. and now then utilizing the same sort of in-camera effects Mm -hmm. with Mandalorian yeah. because there's also rumors that like look clearly we saw IG-11 mm -hmm. yeah. Tyka's playing him he's clearly like a badass a, a badass <laughs> and like the only way to pull that off with IG-88 design is to be CG yeah. like, which can I just say before we that was my favorite part from Celebration when we saw that in the mm -hmm. thing I was always so curious as to how IG-88 was cool because it was such like a weird, right, like right, we right. talked a little bit yeah. about it, like stick legs, stick arms, <laughs> stick head, yeah. like it just makes no sense. Yeah. And then you see and you go, you see it, you're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he's got like 
like you know, BMX has had what were called gyrospheres, where yeah. you could like spin your <laughs> handlebars yeah. in a 360, yeah. and the brakes wouldn't mm -hmm. get tangled up. His whole body's one giant yeah. <laughs> gyrosphere. Yeah. There you was know, a comic weird. book that came out sometime. I think it was one of the Age of Rebellion ones. Mm. I mean, it was clearly after they had already figured this out with Mandalorian, but they showed IG-88 being an incredible badass, and it was a little bit like that. Like, he's um, one, too. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> IG-88, is uh, he's a badass, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't cool there something in the Legends that IG-88, was it IG-88 or something, who, like, wound up in the Death Star 2 yes, or something? Yes, it was IG-88. Yeah, he he He, he became assimilated. the brain of the Death Star. Yeah, I love What? I, I was yeah, reading, like, uh, yeah. I was writing... What? And you people Wookie, want this yeah. shit back? <laughs> I was reading Wikipedia, and they were like, "Yeah, he took a, he. It was part of like a plot to yeah. to like a droid revolution or something." And oh. basically, at one point, he like opened and closed the doors on the Death Star, and the Emperor was like, "What's that?" Yeah. But then it didn't. But then they had the rebels. He was like the a Star. spooky uh, yeah. paranormal yeah. activity. Yeah, yeah. 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 the Emperor's like yeah. sleeping, and like a and phone the, flies yeah. across. The Emperor just, uh, got up to like yeah. get some milk in the middle of the mm. night, and like the cabinets opened, and he was like, "Oh!" Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, yeah, don't forget the Emperor had a three-eyed son called Tri. Cyclops in the legends. So, <laughs> is this true? Yeah, that's true. Wait, no, he yeah, had a three-eyed son named Triclops. Yeah, like a yeah. Look, yeah, it's not. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> look at him, how mad he is. What, He's I, so mad at Triclops. What I tell folks, I stopped reading legends after a while, and I get to hate tweets. But then, was Triclops, it Triclops? Triclops. Triclops did it. What I, you know? That was something that I was. Yeah. I just recently they 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 really and, and you know you can always you could. It's like the Bible. You can find competing things in it. But right. like somebody was just quoting Lucas as saying that he never considered the EU to be canon. Nope. And that was interesting to me because it seemed, and this is relevant, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it seems relevant to Rise of Skywalker that um, uh, the question of whether Palpatine created Luke, uh, Anakin Skywalker, mm -hmm. um, and it seemed from Revenge of the Sith, like it was as close to canon as it could get without it being explicit. Hmm. It sort of seemed from like some incredibly like repeated meaningful glances yeah. from the Emperor that uh, from Palpatine, he's like he's like he could even use the Force to create life. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, okay. I, I mean, maybe he just is looking over at that moment. Yeah. But, but um, uh, so it sort of seemed like either yeah. Plagueis or Palpatine created Anakin. Yeah. But then I know that in the novels, it became in the novel Plagueis, it was explicit that at least Palpatine didn't know about Anakin until he met him as a kid. Yeah, that's actually one of the the, the EU books that I think James Lucina was a great writer. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, there's it's a little more. Explicit, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever happened is is kind of explained there more. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, I think yeah. I can't I remember think exactly. that Plagueis, that book, suggested that um, Palpatine didn't know anything about the creation. Yeah, and then that, that might have been Plagueis that did it. Is that what you're getting at? No, it kind of seemed like maybe. I can't remember that because I know because Plagueis had a, he had some guy Twitter trash. trash right now is going. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're, you guys are art. Well, well, viewers are no, so happy. Point is, like they're so my, pumped. They're actually getting <laughs> Star Wars talk this yeah. week. But my, my point is though that I think that the fact that Plagueis. A, yeah, no longer yeah. is canon, but yeah. B, maybe kind of never was, makes me feel reinvigorated in my sense in well, Revenge of the Sith that Palpatine knows about yeah, yeah. the immaculate conception of Anakin Skywalker. Or does he? So, hmm. <laughs> oh, tell oh. me about your father, yeah. Anakin. <laughs> Are you enjoying this, like, your off? mother with... <laughs> The sand people. He's like, he's like, remember you told me about. It's, it's almost like he like he like wrote this story yeah, yeah, yeah. himself and was yeah. like, 
it's mm. coming to well, fruition. Also, so speaking of canon, and obviously, and I think they've, I think that they've, I'm a huge fan of the way they've been handling canon lately, and um, uh, it's very smart that like they can, clearly can get away with saying things in the comics or the novels that they could go back on. Like in mm. a way, only the films sure. are really canon and right. the TV shows, but um, but they are canon the comics technically, and in. I think it was Darth Vader 25, whatever the last Vader comic was by Sewell, and mm -hmm. so those comics were awesome. Great series, yeah. And the final one was awesome. And in that, there's a picture of Shmi Skywalker, like either pregnant or just standing there, and, and, and like Palpatine being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like you, you like basically, it basically like asserts even more explicitly that Palpatine yeah. created Anakin. So, um, but doesn't say that Palpatine created Anakin. It doesn't. So they well, could that, easily be like, no, no, no. He one, was just there's a, a frame where where Vader or whatever is left of him. There's looking at Palpatine and and Obi Wan at the same time. Go, I'm your I'm your father. Oh yeah, yeah. They're both. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but even yep, then, yep, but yep. I think yeah, it yeah. definitely it's. But I yeah. like that that we can. Find some corners to crawl into of this. So story. that, so that, okay. So now we're talking about something interesting, which is like Cassie the relevance of can. Yeah, back, <laughs> back to Cassian. No, the Mandalorian, because you mentioned the films are like this tentpole mm. of for the story, and we always kind of go the by. Flags are we, we go yeah. based off what's happening in those movies. How how intense do you think they're going to get with the Mandalorian in this time frame? This is a relatively unexplored, yes. not relatively, it's unexplored. Yeah, yeah, there's very little in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Mando's got a lot but of room to play. It's mm -hmm. got Filoni in, on board with it, which does that sort of allow more freedom to dip its water, dip its toes in the waters that the films do in terms of cementing Star Wars canon? I mean... I mean, I, I think they they got to be careful of the Aftermath novel series and running up against mm -hmm. a lot of about that. But other than that, yeah, you're right. We we're just, Alphabet Squadron. I which I just started reading is is like right after Endor. Mm -hmm. So there's it's it's fertile I read ground. Bloodline, but Bloodline? Not, that's more yeah. about the politics of the thing. And of, the, of, the most and in terms of can in terms of the canon that I care about the most, yeah. which is the Skywalker saga. Right, right. Me too. Um, it was. Uh, the main information in it was that, oh, nobody knew, including Ben Solo, nobody knew that Darth Vader was uh, Luke and Leia's dad mm -hmm. until, like, Ben Solo was already off training with Luke. Mm -hmm. So, like, when mm -hmm. the news broke and her political enemies used it against her in a campaign, basically, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it went wide, and w there's a moment when she's like, ah, oh, shit, I, I didn't want <laughs> my son to find this out, like, on the news. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. mm -hmm. I wanted to tell him. Tweet. So, yeah. wait. <laughs> the reveal yeah. of Vader being their father was the modern-day equivalent of a sex tape on a basically yeah, yeah. figure? Basically. Yeah, was, because, um, because, and I love that book, because it is Claudia Gray, because... Wait, were they Leia's emails? <laughs> no, <laughs> they... <laughs> basically, it came out. It came out, like, her, her political enemies... Yeah. And by, well, The book is interesting, too, because there's a lot, yeah. lot of, like... It's, it, it's actually... I don't know. I wonder... It, what year did that come out? Uh, uh, Fourteen years ago. or fifteen. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, it was after. It was. It was a I later want to bunch. say it was around 2016. It was her second one after. Was it before Lost Trump won? <laughs> because uh, the thing that's interesting, yeah. it reminds me a little bit about the whole like Nazis thing. Because mm. one of the things in it is that she'll like visit some other senator's place, and he has all this like empire memorabilia all over the oh, place. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, this is the emperor's like, the, and, and she's kind of like, uh, and he's yeah. like, what? I like the empire. Yeah. And she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of he's fan. a younger dude, uh, a castrophobe, yeah. and he's just like kind of like, yeah, you know, the trains ran. Yeah. And she's like, no, yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's it's fascinating because we grew up. You know, it's natural. You think we, we saw Luke save uh, Luke and uh, you know save Anakin and all this stuff, and then you think 
big party of the Ewoks, and everyone knows. Yeah. But no, yeah, no one knew. They didn't tell yeah. anybody. So it, it comes out now, and it, and it contributes to, mm. to Ben Solo's fall. It's yes. that thing. Because like he yeah. finds that he's a teenager, and then he finds out that yeah. like, oh, like that was my dad. And wait, okay, so I'm his grandson, and also. My uncle, who's currently teaching me, killed my grandfather. Yeah. And you're like, uh, and that helps explain that line. I'm like, oh, the liars, murderers, and traitors yeah. you call friends. Um, yeah. Speaking of liars, yeah. we're going to do a transition so we can get okay. back to this world. Cassian Speaking Andal. of liars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, yes. Well, well he, he lied to Luke. Lie. It was from a certain <laughs> point of view. You're going to find, Steve, that a lot of... Uh, <laughs> um, a lot of Star Wars is up for interpretation. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of rumors. Um, you know, I think on the last episode, people were arguing over breaking rumors and getting credit, and hmm. I think yeah. Ken even got in a little bit of trouble. Ken doesn't talk about it. Well, we got I, I, I guess the stuff comes in. Look, I, 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 you, you told me this is a safer spot. This is the safe it's space. Safe safer spot. You're in safety okay. here, I've my mentioned friend. this. I'll, I'll mention without giving too much. D23 is every other two years, right? Yep. Yeah. So I think in one of the previous ones, a friend of mine says, I got a text from my friend. He just wrote a Star Wars script. He's coming into town to announce it at D23. Uh, is this relevant, relevant information to you? I was like, well, this sounds great. Uh, it was, uh, I do, I, I'll just say it was an Australian screenwriter. Mm -hmm. And the, it was, it was related to a, it was, it was a musical edition. <laughs> um, Claire Danes was Wait, actually going to be Shmi. Ewan McGregor uh, is in yes. Star Wars the musical. musical. The musical. Oh, but uh, it, it wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, long story all that today, I got all geeked up and excited, and I could have done a YouTube video, we could have done a story and got a clicks, and then it didn't happen. But the right. reason it didn't happen wasn't because it, it was fake, and yes. it just, it happened for other business reasons. Yeah. And then I, we started hearing, all of us who mm -hmm. work around, again, I, we, 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 you, you know, we all have various degrees working in this industry, so a friend you used to know in improv is now doing accounting here, a friend, yes. that, that, yeah, you yeah. start to hear things, and one of them was like, oh, they took that script and, and flipped it into a series. And this was a year and a half ago. Yep. Uh, so right. a lot of these stories that broke aren't that they're inaccurate right. or that they're not yeah. reporting something they did actually hear. It's just like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's something that's going on. Um, and and I'm just relieved that it's all, that's all done now. Yes. Yeah. Who knows who and who yeah, knows exactly. what and, and who's what? got a scoop? Because yeah. I don't yep. I don't care about the scoops. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know. What's well, like the? It's about the. It's about Star Wars. Isn't it's about, about Star Wars. The, you know. I I, uh, I well. I, so I don't want to get anyone in trouble. So I'm not gonna. But I. I yeah, uh, you're here. But, but there was a thing uh, I was talking to Steve earlier <laughs> yeah. about. Um. There. Similarly, yeah. there's some stuff I kind of know about uh, Rise of Skywalker. But what it is is I know for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Something that at one point one, was right. the idea. Yeah. yeah, kicked around. Yeah, no, I think it was more than kicked around, but it it, it was it's long enough ago that for all I know, it's just no Been longer well and all relevant. But it also might be exactly what it is. Right. So and that uh, uh, that's screwed up with uh, Heather. You know uh, Heather Ann Campbell, my friend who's been on the show, and um, mm -hmm. uh, she. Uh, I keep having to be like, I can't speculate with you too much because I don't want it, my speculation to be. She's a newer fan. Let her uh, kind of. Well, though she, right. I mean, yeah, she, she, she's, but she's a passionate yeah, she fan. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Last Jedi is what did it. Yeah, that's right. Which he converted is, her. Which is, As I love that. That yeah. she saw that and goes, oh, I'm in. Yeah. And yeah. goes and just dives headfirst yeah. into Star Wars. But Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. 
it was that that was what the and that's and that that was yeah. it was it's, and, I, and I you know heard some concepts and everything but but the, also the point is and you you all know him better more than me until until I turn on my Disney Plus yes. and Kenobi's faces on there that's when I know oh it's all real it's happening yes. and I can watch it yeah. things yes. change things change yes. all the time I love you and McGregor I've loved him since um, Transpotting mm-hmm. yeah and uh, I was so excited that he was going to be playing Obi Wan Kenobi when I found that out when they announced that he was going to be Obi Wan Kenobi. And he's one of the best parts of the prequels. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yay, Obi Wan. This is going to be so. Obi- just to recap, Obi Wan yeah. was confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, that's confirmed. what we're talking about here. If you didn't already know, news. Is there a date on that? News. Obi Wan's no, here. We just know. No, it's just but it's officially soon. announced, and it starts filming because oh, it's a TV show. The scripts are already written. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. The scripts have been written yes. for a very long time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> are you pumped, Alex? I am. Uh, I am. Excited to hear that it is a series over a movie. Mm-hmm. I I liked Solo, but Solo has not stayed with me the way a normal Star Wars movie does, where I feel this strong desire to go back and watch it. Did I tell you when something I noticed about Solo is not my favorite Star Wars movie? Mm-hmm. I realized it's the first Star, the only Star Wars movie in which there is not a Star War. Yeah, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's no Star War in Star yeah. Wars. Every other one. Right? There's no war. It's a it's a heist. Oh, you're right. right? That makes sense. Well, I mean, the Empire is involved because he's on Mibion. What's he doing on Mibion? Well, yeah, right. there's a war. But I don't know why I'm really defending. You lay off of Alec. Thank you. No, but what? Because I I do love the movie. I actually I am one of the ones who like. Ah, I need to see part of Solo. But there isn't that. Climax. Yeah, yeah, there isn't the. We well, need also, to go to the stakes are, yeah, are yeah. smaller, it's which smaller, is fine. But which it, is but why usually, as a series, right? I would yes. have felt the. I am. This is going to sound weird, but my you are, our wives are similar. My wife loves television. Television is her favorite medium to consume. You know, ladies and their TV. No, no, no. Stories. What I'm excited about is being able to tune. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm excited to tune in weekly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For Star Wars. And not this just like months and months and months and agonizing, agonizing wait for two hours. This is going to be months and months and agonizing wait. And then like. A week, Six, a week, seven week. weeks of mm-hmm. new yeah. Star Wars stories to talk about yeah. and to sort of keep me excited in a way that like shows like Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones have been doing yeah. for a long time. Well, yeah. also, I mean, this is not how I think usually. I mean, this is not like what's important. I think, but um, somebody was pointing out this is this is this is where I, I this is where I feel like an old man. That apparently, I mean, your wife is pretty young. I mean, what is she like? She was your child bride, right? Was she like seventeen or something? She and I, I think like kids today. <laughs> she was going to um, be sacrificed in the volcano, yeah. but he saved. Hey! <laughs> no, but um, uh, uh, but um, younger people don't watch movies. Apparently, I saw that That's, Kumail and Johnny was do it was interviewing That's what the something. old people say. No, but I'm kidding. But I was talking to this guy, a former. Stu- I used to be a teacher in a former life, and I talked to this former student really? of mine. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, you did, didn't no. Oh. Um, I was talking to this former student of mine, and I asked him specifically that. I was like, "Hi, right, old old man Alex over here. Like, yeah, is it true that uh, that you guys don't watch movies?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really watch movies. He's like, I don't yeah. want to like go sit in a theater uh-huh. for hours." And I was like, "You watch TV?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll watch TV." And 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 I think that. 
Um, and, and my point isn't like, oh, so we've got to stay in the trends mm -hmm. and get the young people. But I think that like TV's more the way of the future, mm -hmm. you know. Which is, I love movies. I mean, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm not, I'm not giving up on movies. But I think mm -hmm. that, um, you know, like, like children, like your wife, probably like um, are more uh, able to. Uh, <laughs> Rubens can do this because he's very good friends with yeah, my yeah, wife. Yeah. Movies, <laughs> movies are She's going the way yeah. of event. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like going to a concert. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's sort of what the higher tier, bigger ticket, yeah. crazier spectacle is where I'm you're going to go. I'm going to use this to segue, but I just want to go down the line real quick. If Obi Wan was about, we all know we're stoked for the Mandalorian. If Obi Wan, if there was one real great thing you could see in Obi Wan, what would it be? And we'll go down the line in the in the series. Yeah, what what is it like? The thing you want? Uh, it series? is it is him eight years in uh, deciding to go face Vader one last time and changing a chapter in his life. And going from, we messed up, I messed up, uh, I can change it to, I cannot change it, and my future is the, what I believe is the chosen one now, which Obi -Wan is Obi-Wan thought as you did once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really, that's what I'm expecting to want. All right. It, it's not space pirates taking water from Owen. It's, it's <laughs> what happened. What happened yeah. between the guy who screams, you're the chosen one, to the guy he just leaves burning on the, on the shore, to right. him telling Maul, you know, look what I've overcome, look what I've risen above, right. and the chosen one's Luke. And, and yeah. how do you, how do you, because he's the poster child for the Jedi, right? He's one of the ones like, look, I kind of, I had some free thought, but I do everything that's told of me. I'm not like my master Qui-Gon, I'm not like this. Mm -hmm. um, and, and how does he come to terms with sitting there doing this mission, but going, we effed up. The Republic is now the Empire. We let Sidious rise. All those things Luke says in, in, in Last Jedi, which get me excited. And I love that scene. I love Luke's feelings in those moments because they're true. I want him wrestling with that and turning the page. Okay. That's what I want. All right, or Alex. he can just drink in Chalmers Cantina. <laughs> yeah. I want, uh, what's the name of the um, the, okay. the flying Jew who used to own us. Anakin? Watto. Watto. the flying, he's like, yeah. Rubens can say that. Because he knows that. Yeah. 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 The force doesn't work on me, only money. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Um, uh, I just want a lot of him. Yeah. I just want to, um, yeah. oh, actually, honestly, uh, that's a joke. But I did, I was just thinking that usually, I'm not a huge fan of the CG in the prequels and the mm -hmm. way it looked, like I like that it's, I like it looking realer. Mm -hmm. And actually, in Attack of the Clones, the moment, the scene with him when he's like sort of like dozy and there's like a fly on his face, <laughs> that's actually I think a good moment. Like that's yeah. a good like visually and otherwise, I think it's a good moment in the prequels. Eddie? Eddie? He's like, oh. I love. <laughs> yeah. What are you? Some kind of a Jedi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and that was Jackie Mason who, per, who portrayed him. He uh, famously uh, wait. No? Jackie Mason is no, the original like Andy Serkis. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah, that's what he did. I, um, that was a, an anti-Semitic character. Um, <laughs> go on. Yeah. Okay. I, I so you want a lot of Watto. I want Watto. You want uh, him to see if he can right his wrongs with Vader. Cool. I don't mm -hmm. think I'm going to get this, but I. Luke knows who old Ben is. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some Luke. I would really like to see, like, six-year-old, seven-year-old Luke and what it's like. Like, he would be, this is going to sound weird, but I'm a real sucker for coming-of-age stuff. Mm -hmm. And it would be really cool to see if they could weave a really interesting coming-of-age story with Luke as he's kind of discovering this call to adventure. And I think it's a tightrope. It could go really wrong. Sure. But it could also yeah. be really it, cool. It could go really wrong or it could be really cool. Yeah. And just like him bullseyeing womp rats. 
Like, what's that? Like, him and his T-16 bullseye, mm -hmm. like, like yeah, he, whipping around Mos Eisley, getting into trouble. Old dude in a robe is yeah. like, hey, let me help you. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, even, like, little things, like... Now I think about that, might not play too well today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, I, either way, I, it would no, never happen. I, I, that's the big question, because we now, we now know as of D23, it's eight years. It's between the beginning of Solo and the, oh. the second half of Solo. It's eight years after. That's a, that's Solo a, is three years after Avenger the Sith? Uh, or six? No, no, no. Well, it depends on when... Uh, Wait, so how far before uh, uh, Rogue One and how, how far? About 11 years or so. Okay. So, so Luke's like six or seven. Six, you'd be about six, seven, eight. You could find a... I've never... That's the big question to me is how much do you deal with Luke? Is it just a kid you see in the distance like they did in Rebels? Yeah. Or is, is so the interaction... before that thing in Rebels. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But that was two years before New Hope. So this is about four years before that. So yeah, that's that's my big question is 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 like, how much do you want to deal with Luke? And I'm I'm intrigued by what you're telling. I, you could have all these big themes going on. That's what I would like, but yeah. I, I don't see it happening. It's the stuff in from a certain point of view. The, there's a couple of the stories in that anthology of of uh, uh, Ben uh, dropping off gifts and toys for Baru to take to Luke because Owen's like, get the F out, I can take mm -hmm. care of myself and take mm -hmm. care of this kid. Which is interesting because it, Owen deserves some credit for protecting and raising this kid, uh, you know, how he saw fit based off, you know, oh, your dad's trying to kill the galaxy. Um, so it's interesting. I want to know how much they, Luke yeah, they could do and how I much we'd know. be comfortable. And you're right, Alex could go completely wrong with yeah, the yeah. choice of performer. But Yeah, I don't know how much I would want them interacting. I just think that would be interesting and a cool way to sort of reintroduce Luke to a younger audience is this sort of like, oh, I, it would be interesting to me to see a little young, fresh-faced Luke mm -hmm. Skywalker running around in his T-16. I just think that would be interesting. But the chances of that happening, I think, are probably slim to none. Because Obi-Wan's going to like rescue Luke from Sebulba. <laughs> Sebulba's just is that like... his name? Sebulba? So, yes. That's the Doug? Yeah, yes. the guy who's like, I didn't want to. So, yeah. I can't remember. Does, what do you want from Obi? Yeah. I don't. I didn't know I wanted anything really <laughs> until listening to you guys talk. And I'm, I'm going. Does Anakin know she's pregnant when he's killed? I can't remember. He knows yeah, she's is pregnant. He aware that but he doesn't yeah, know that she had a kid. She's yeah. like, so I'm pregnant, he didn't, and he didn't know it was twins. So could it be something that's kind of both yours and yours, where it's sort of he's trying to have that one last shot at redeeming Anakin or, mm -hmm. you know, Vader, mm -hmm. while also sort of Vader's on this hunt to find his child. And well, he doesn't know, know, he know he wouldn't know he has a kid. But he knows that she's pregnant. Yeah, he thinks, yes. she, he but, thinks they're dead. But Palpatine says He, he doesn't know him. that he is a okay. Skywalker until Because I was going to say, could it be something book. interesting where there's a fleet of people, a fleet out there that's trying to locate oh, yeah. the son of Skywalker. Well, they could be looking for Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan is trying to kind of throw them off I think the trail that, while simultaneously yeah. trying to get to Vader. I think that works with of, what he's saying. I think they'd mm. have to be looking for Obi-Wan. Maybe because, it'll be like a comedy of errors, like, kind of like Mrs. Doubtfire or Archie or something, yeah. where like, they're like Darth Vader's at a restaurant and Luke is like a waiter there, and <laughs> Obi-Wan is like, oh, excuse me, sir. And, like, like, he's like, he's like, he's, like tucking a napkin into Darth Vader's collar. And he's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, nothing, sir. And then like, and this all happens at Dexter's Diner. Yeah. Yes. So we can bring it all back. Yes. 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 Oh, <laughs> not interested. It's interesting because I, I really don't. I, to me, on an, before you said this, because I know a lot of people have been speculating even before the official announcement that it's going to be 
Obi-Wan on Tatooine over, you know, sort of the distant uncle watching over Luke and having some interaction and, you know, everyone's like, Joel Eckerton could come back and play Owen. And, and he wants to, yeah. Blah, blah, mm. blah. And I think that, like, I hear that and I go, it sounds boring to me. Like, what did we... What if they leaned real hard into... It's like the slowest show <laughs> ever. Like, literally, it's like... 40 minutes of Obi-Wan like at a campfire yeah. and he's like eating and then he like sleeps, he wakes up and he like, it's like real time. Day, day two. Yeah, they're just like, just like, like punking just us. shining his lightsaber. <laughs> this is what you like, asked for. Yeah. Owen <laughs> teaching Luke moisture evaporators for yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> so we're obviously very excited for yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi and that's all the amazing Disney Plus stuff but we brought the big guns well, for and a reason. There will be Clone Wars Seven, and I'm just gonna say this: yeah. like, it, it's getting real sweaty. It's real hot here, literally. So I don't care what it does to the sound. Why don't you flip that fan on? Let's oh, do it. Vornado me. Vornado me. You don't care what it does to the sound. Am I too, to too, too steamy for you right now? No, I just think we're got to get really let's, sweaty. Let's okay. Fabio on Rise of Skywalker, hair. and I'd rather have this fan. Rise of what is this? The Rise of Skywalker. What is that? It is uh, episode We're going to get into There's going to be an episode nine? There is, Alex. Oh, Lewis. nice. I thought, there that, is. I thought The Last Jedi was the so, last. So, <laughs> believe it or not. That's so smart to do, to make the third trilogy, make the trilogy, trilogy. another trilogy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's a trilogy yeah. of trilogies. Yes. Okay, it's a okay. saga. Okay, it's a, okay. It's a three by three. <laughs> okay. So, okay. after Kathleen Kennedy did a big mic drop on Friday mm -hmm. with Obi-Wan yeah. and Mandalorian and and all of that stuff. Uh, Saturday came for the Walt Disney Pictures presentation to D23. Mm. And Did everyone they deliver Jungle Cruise Everyone Cruises? lied and wait, and I believe The Rock rode in on a Jungle Cruise boat, okay, if I'm not great. mistaken. Okay, great, I'm happy. But to kick things off, <laughs> to kick things off, Kathleen Kennedy came out, J.J. Abrams came out, the whole cast came out, nobody said a goddamn thing. They can't talk they about it. They can't talk about thing. it. Um, most notably missing, Mark Hamill was not there. Yeah. Uh, Adam Driver was not there. He's never there. He's Adam never Driver's there. never there. He Thankfully, don't, don't I'm pretty sure they did not hand Anthony Daniels a microphone this time. I enjoy his one-man shows when there's supposed to be too many clips. <laughs> uh, and they turned down the house lights and rolled, and we got about a minute and a half of montage sort of, you know... The saga the so saga. far, the, the first two trilogies. Mm -hmm. And then we got our way leading up to our first real look since the Celebration trailer dropped at mm. uh, Star Wars Celebration. Mm. Uh, we got a look at our, our heroes, the whole gang together. Going to Burning Man. <laughs> we got a look at what looked like some dormant Star Destroyers, not First Order. Mm -hmm. Man, dormant? Yeah, they, that's it. They, they, looked dormant. Dormant. they looked dormant. It looks like the lights were off and they're just sort of until Palpatine mm -hmm. parked in there waiting Clicks for... Clicks the beep beep. It turns on yeah. like... He's, he's like, just looking for his car in the mall. I have a, an automatic <laughs> starter on this app. If I click it, they start up. The AC will turn on, so this it's nice. really good impression. Yeah. Is water the emperor? Hey, baby! It's me, Emperor! Uh, now we saw that. We saw some X-Wings and some B-Wings and some A-Wings and some all kinds of resistance mm -hmm. rebellion ships coming out of, of uh, hyperspace. Uh, then we saw Kylo and Rey getting crazy with some lightsabers on what looked like broken pieces of, like, the Death Star yeah, in the water, rolling uh, yeah. ocean. It's for sure the Death Star. You can yeah, see yeah, a yeah. gunner. In yeah, it. the like Death Star. You can yeah. see a Death Star. You can see the gunner. And of course, it, we saw in the, in the teaser. Yeah, it's yeah. for sure the Death Star. And then 
Uh, it goes to black, and, and Palpatine's voice says something, and then all of a sudden... Your journey is at an end. We, like we cut to uh, Rey uh, in dark clothes, mm -hmm. uh, and then she clicks a thing with her lightsaber, and it flips up, and now we've got a double-bladed lightsaber with Rey, and everyone's going, Dark Rey, Sith Rey, what does it mean? Guys, what did you think of the trailer? We can get into the Dark Ray, the, the all of that, Ken. the Palpatine stuff. Um, feel free to not speculate responsibly. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that, that's what we, we the, yeah, we say that, we say that at Force Center, speculate responsibly because we want to encourage the fun of wondering, sure. but also realize, just watch the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I liked what I saw. I didn't consider it much more than just this, this feature ad on the trailer so far, edited in iMovie and put together. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I loved I everything. one or two. I, uh, you know, maybe Final Cut That's Pro fine. X or something. Uh, ten. Um, I liked it. I liked everything. But I, I, you, before the show we talked about, you want my honest opinion? I just went like, great, I can't wait to December. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, and that's where my mind has kind of stopped. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. Yeah. But I'm like, cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I feel the same way. I, I like, I, I, I think, I feel like it seems like odds are that that's like a vision of some sort mm. rather than, although, you know, there. It, 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 we were saying earlier, like, you know, if in the way that they draw from the extended universe, like Thrawn's back and stuff, it would be true to the uh, old stories. If I mean, it's possible that that's another Ray. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, <laughs> bum, Luke, bum, bum. like Luke fought another Luke. You yeah. know, in um, one of those uh, Thrawn trilogy. So this would be Ray. Oh yeah, that's right. There were multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Does um, each one have an extra U? So if there's yeah. like Luke. a third Luke, there's yeah, six yeah, yeah, U's yeah. instead of four. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, for Ray, are we adding E's or Y's or R's? How are we doing this? Got to be E's. Ray. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. It turns into Ray. <laughs> but my guess, like, you know, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I refrain. People often talk about how, like, especially the old ones were like so, like, black and white, simple, clear morality, and I'm like, that's not. True, it's about the fluidity of mm -hmm. good and evil. I mean, mm -hmm. like right George from the get says that very specifically. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. and it's in the movies. Like the first, the first, even before you find out that Anakin was uh, Darth Vader, um, you know, Darth, his father fell to the dark side. You know, mm -hmm. and I mean, there's the, and then especially once you know, he, you know, he was a Jedi who became Darth Vader and then betrayed the, you know, and the and the the, the lore and the temptation of the dark side. One of my favorite things about the Force Awakens is that uh, uh, Kylo Ren is feeling the the temptation of the light side of the force you know mm. um and and it's just you know it's a it's a complex you know uh thing and the the falling and the redemption and i mean that's what the movie's all about you know can you can you be redeemed obi-wan and uh, yoda both are like nope darth vader's done for and luke brings him back um uh so to me i feel like it's natural that especially since in the skywalker in the third Third of the Skywalker saga, the Skywalker is the bad guy. Um, it makes sense to me that uh, the Ray character, who especially if as I, I we were just talking about this before too, I was always speculating after the Force Awakens. I thought my my top three guesses for who Ray is were. Um, Seemed like probably Luke's daughter. That seemed mm -hmm. likely, but other than that, the top the the two ones that seemed the likeliest to me were either that she, like Anakin, is a immaculate conception out of the Force, or that she's a Palpatine. Because mm. that seemed like the most surprising, interesting thing yeah. she could be. And then if the main if the Darth Vader is a Skywalker and the good guy is a Palpatine, I'm like, oh, that's cool. So yeah. I kind of 
I have always been expecting then the third movie of this trailer, regardless of whether that's true and not speculating about what, what that is, that part of it is like, where, where does she go? You know, does she, mm -hmm. is it possible that she could be, I feel like the temptation, like a movie where a Jedi is never tempted by the dark side feels like, it's like, what are you even doing? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. uh, you know, um, mm -hmm. so, um, it'd be like a, uh, uh, but you know, so anyway, I, I, I just think, um, uh, I, I feel like whether it's a vision or a thing that might even happen, um, or a clone or whatever, I'm I like in the abstract without you know spec not even speculating yeah. at all just being like okay w they showed us an image of dark ray I'm like I'm d I'm into it like I'm like yeah like let's have that let's have that be a question mark it's mm -hmm. like all it does is at, say like what if ray went bad you know and I'm like okay cool yeah good question yeah. Mm. what if and good like, question. Yeah. you know <laughs> well, you're doing something interesting that I have trouble myself doing which is sort of just like Stripping away all that I know that J.J. Abrams likes to tease, that J.J. Abrams is very specific about what goes into his trailers, and you're just looking at it simply as an image in the trailer. Is it something that you're into? And you are saying, yeah, that's an interesting thing well, I would like to explore. Yeah, although I, do, I even say that I'm, I'm also doing what, what you're saying. Like, I know that J.J. I, I like that I'm like, okay, J.J. Abrams chose to show us some stuff, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and instead of treating it like a puzzle to solve or anything, I'm or to judge it even, I'm just like... Cool, like he's he's showing us some stuff. I mean, the trailers with the Last Jedi too. I mean, like like it, near the end, it was a TV ad, wasn't it, where you saw her with like yeah. Kylo Ren's lightsaber? And I'm like, cool. Like I don't know what that yeah. is, but I'm like, oh shit, like that happens in the movie. I mean, mm. to me, I'm just like, cool. Give me more. Like throw. Uh, uh, you I want to juggle. You want to juggle yeah. ideas. Like so, lots of people have different relations to spoilers and stuff, and I know some people are like, I don't want to even watch a trailer. Like I don't want to see anything. But I'm kind of like, well, I love the trailers partly because I know that they have decided with some degree of thoughtfulness, we're gonna show you this, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I don't know why they're showing it to me. I don't know what it means. I don't know. But I'm kind of like, cool. Yeah, tantalize me. You know, mm -hmm. like like uh, it's a it's, it's a, a tease. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a tease. It's doing what it originally was supposed to do yeah. before spoiler yeah, culture Yeah, get you existed. excited. And also, I think yeah. it was like this is gonna sound pretentious, but I think it was Umberto Eco who pointed out that like titles play a role in a story. Like they when you open a book having looked at the cover, that affects your experience of going into it and your expectations. Mm. Like, if a book is called, like, like, John Dies at the End, which I haven't read, but, I mean, that's an extreme example of a thing where you're like, okay, they just said John Dies at the End. Who's John? Like, what is this, mm. you know? Mm. Um, you open that book and you, you open it with that title in mind. In the same way, I'm like, I'm going to sit down in the movie theater being like, okay, I saw... You know, with The Last Jedi, I'm like, I saw Rey saying, I need someone to show me my place and all of this, and I saw Kylo Ren reaching out to her. Mm -hmm. And even if, as was the case, that wasn't actually the same scene, yeah. it like, kind of set up this sense of like, whoa, so what's going to happen? Which was yeah. true to the spirit right. of the movie. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I, to me, I'm just like, yeah. Show me, show me as much as you want. Show me more. Don't show me too much. Show me what you want to show me. Just and don't tell like, me what happens in the movie and I, you're good. Tell me what happens in the movie if, if you think that that's the best way to set me up to enjoy the movie. Mm, interesting. I mean, interesting. Yeah, I, I'm totally fine because I like seeing, like, I don't want too many spoilers and I, you know, some people are like, hey, I heard, I, gotta, I don't want to hear because yeah. I want to, but I like seeing what is officially released yeah. because, they, like you said, they don't just, they don't slap those together. It's curated. It's curated. It's thought, it, 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 a lot of thoughtfulness goes into it. What I don't like, sometimes with the TV spots later on, particularly like Force Awakens, you could, uh, we call it the context, where I'm like, 
All right, now I'm starting to see because this character's in the cockpit with that character that oh, I yeah. know. And that's not spoilers. That's just like if you've watched it enough, you're like... If you pay like, attention, you can put okay, together... Okay, I, I can kind yeah. of see. Like, I've, I think I went to Last Jedi knowing that the Battle of Crate was probably the last part of the movie. Right, right. Uh, but that didn't change my experience. Also, sometimes yeah. if you've... If you're like partway through a movie and you're like, oh, I haven't seen this yet, then that means, even if it's not a spoiler, you're like, yeah. okay, well, I know Which that. Is why I actually enjoyed Rogue One even more when I was like, late in the movie, I was like, what the hell's going They're on? They're not running on the beach. I like that sometimes the trailers don't. Yeah, they're dead. Like, well, there's the famous scene that when we first got our first look at the crossover. <laughs> yeah. And the way it's that he did movie. that, yeah. and yeah. that, that's just not even in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, that used to drive me crazy when I like, sure. as a kid. That would happen all the time. They'd oh. like, you know, they make the trailer yeah. before they're done editing a movie. But now I, I love it uh, because yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like it's accidental with Lucasfilm. Like I feel not, like, or even right. if it, even if it ended well, up Rogue being, One, it's accidental because they reshot right, the whole right. damn movie and <laughs> yeah. they needed trailers. But I'm like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm such a huge fan. Uh, I love the way uh, they've been handling all this stuff. And yeah. to me, like the decision to rename the extended universe Legends is mm. so smart. They didn't decanonize it exactly. They're not. They don't use. They don't say canon. Yeah, you know, and like, like it's Legends. It's like a story or that book, a certain point yeah, of view. Yeah. It's like some somebody heard this about Luke Skywalker. You know, yeah. and and I feel like that about the. It's, but it's, it's why I love so much uh, Song of Ice and Fire, uh, George R. R. Martin's choice to have like unreliable narrators mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm. and you can't always do that. You know, sometimes you do need the answer, you do need the plot. I get, I get that, but it is fun to you know look at you know from a certain point of view, yeah. and and that's why they, the debate over the chosen one's fun, even though George yeah. has said not nah, Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. I still like playing around with it because yeah. the characters don't talk to George Lucas. Yeah. So it's well, fun. yeah, I'm a big believer in trust the tale, not the teller. Anyway, yeah. I mean, like if George Lucas asserts that something is a fact, then that does tell you what he meant. Yes. But it, especially since it has moved into new hands, uh, I think it's a mistake to treat that as a fact about the content of the story. I 100 percent agree. 100 yeah. percent agree. It, especially it, since I, I don't know it, how everybody feels about this, but I, I was raised to believe that George Lucas did not intend for Anakin Skywalker to be Darth Vader when he made Star Wars. Right. I think that was a retcon. Um, mm. There's a lot of heated debate about that and yeah. competing information about it. You can find, like in the Bible, you can yeah. find competing, you know, verses to back up your beliefs. Well, it's sort of like the, was it this week or something? Someone was showing some notes. I don't know if it was Phil. Uh, Phil, those are going out. Yeah. That was talking about Return of the Jedi, and uh, it was like uh, out of nowhere, Luke, like he Lucas was scribbling in notes about Luke and Leia standing in Endor or whatever Ewok village, and then just out of nowhere went arrow bubble sister question mark. Yeah, and then like yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. They went and shot it. I, you, we'll never know. Like yeah. that's the thing. And, and, and uh, but the idea that there was another Skywalker and it wasn't lit. I think I've kind of grown up thinking that was the case because yeah, it, it's fun. The, even the I know moment and, and putting the, the, an essay together for, for for my book. Like I was reading. Like I grew up with the idea of it was an improv from Harrison as an, on action. Said just go, and then in Empire Dreams, Irvin Kershner says, "I I told Harrison just 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 go with yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. Then that article comes out. There's an article. Uh, gosh, I want to give him give him credit. Uh, uh, but um, there's some tapes have emerged 
where it's a full-on discussion oh. where Harrison and er Kirshner are talking about it and they come up with this decision to yeah. try this line and then let Carrie Fisher finds out and is rightfully steamed and goes, you kept me from this discussion. I'm in the scene. And then they sh they went to set knowing what was going right, to be said. Right, right, and right. so the legend has changed, but the other one is a lot more... Harrison improving is a lot yeah. more fun. We know also, like yeah. you were saying before about yeah. about knowledge about what's going to be in these movies, um, it's very possible that both that no, no, none of these stories are false. Like I know yeah. from being in writers' rooms, right. I so often don't remember who pitched what. Like mm -hmm. um, the example that the the, uh, the Gremlins two Cam Peel sketch, I yeah. always say, and it's true that a lot of people, including people from the writers' room of Cam Peel, have told me that I wrote that sketch. I always thought you wrote. That I sketch. did not. I always thought you did. The one I thing I know for sure is mom. that I did not write it. I mean, I may have. So <laughs> I've been told I wrote it enough that I'm like, did I do a pass on it? It's a Jordan Peele sketch. It existed right. before the show existed. Um, I may have done a pass on it. I don't think I did though. I'm in it. I loved it. I knew. I think the reason people think I wrote it is that I knew about it in advance because I'd talked to Jordan about it years earlier. Mm. I think I maybe reminded him that the bat gremlin got concrete on it and froze into a gargoyle. <laughs> I may have reminded him of like one of the. I mean, I think we were. He was like. One, I was like, oh yeah, electricity gremlin. And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot about it. Whichever, you know. But I didn't write it. But the thing is, you get told that you did, and you start being like, well, I guess I mean, I kind of did, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And and in that same way, I mean, that's an extreme example. But there's all sorts of things where I'm like, I think I pitched that. I think you pitched that. Someone like, right now is changing that. your Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna flatter yeah. you and say one day I hope to write a joke as funny as I don't know if you wrote this or if Jordan wrote it. But when he goes, mm, I don't know. A googly-eyed gremlin, <laughs> and the way he just like comes like it's like he really was waiting for the whole table to go. Mm, I don't know. A googly-eyed. He's so yeah. excited. I love that sketch. But Jordan's a genius. I mean, there's a story about Jordan being genius. Uh, but uh, anyway, but 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 I mean, point being that like I don't know, vegetable if, gremlin. Like yeah. so so there's video suggesting yeah. that there was a whole discussion about it. That but like did did Harrison say like well maybe I was, like in the con like right. did it it wasn't in the script. You know, they came up with it on the set. Yeah. It this, was collaborative. This sort of yeah. brings up something. Sorry, I don't mean to no, cut you off. But there, there, I, I got into a really, actually, lovely conversation with a, a writer for Nerdist named Lindsay Romaine. We were talking about this idea of misdirection in trailers and the way something is presented to you in the trailer, and then if it, what constitutes it being a lie to throw off fandom, or what is like a. Uh, she used a word that I've never heard. It was a very big word, like obstrification. I, think I saw this tweet. Ob it's obfuscation. Obfuscation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. So I was like, like, what is that word? Thanks for yeah. that new word. Great. <laughs> you I opened up your can of beer. I mean, at least I'm honest. 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 I wasn't like, yeah. hey, big word, dummy. Yeah. Like, I didn't, yeah, I was like, I don't yeah. know. Thanks for the new word. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I think my whole sort of thing about J.J. Abrams and the way he presents his trailers is I don't, and I'm not going to say if it's for better or for worse, they are designed to speculate, not to get you to try and understand what the fuck's happening in that movie. Yeah. It would be like if it's a mystery a, box. Style. Yes, yeah. it would be if Empire Strikes Back ended on Han Solo lighting a lightsaber on Hoth, and it had Darth Vader going, "You are not a Jedi yet." And everybody would go, what the fuck? Han right. Solo's a motherfucking yeah. Jedi. Yeah, I think I, think I said to you. Extreme. I think I it's said maybe. to you, though. But I think I said to you this week. I said, picture this. It's 1980-something. Empire Strikes Back hasn't come out. You sat down in the theater. And the new Star Wars trailer's playing. And the last shot is Vader's helmet exploding with Luke's face. Right, right. And it's like, Empire Strikes Back coming. This blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like... 
That would be what? Yeah, yeah. It's not a lie. Yeah. It happens in the movie. Yeah. Didn't in the Last Jedi? Didn't they reverse her? Yes, yes. Reverse it. they mm-hmm. have her. And I on like the show, I was like, that shit's reversed. I remember you did. I was like, it, yeah, that shit's reversed. Yeah. I'm not falling for it. You called it. And you, it was her fucking hand. Nobody does this when they grab something. They uh-huh. go. They let go. It was like I knew it. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. I I don't think in, in in the overall general campaigns of the first two movies of of the saga, I don't think they they go other way to do any kind of misdirection. I think the themes are always present. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, are there is there mysteries? Yeah, because remember the rain was falling up too. I think some people yeah. did the thing. Yeah. Um, I think. And I got to say this carefully. Like, I want the excitement to be there for the, the speculators. We all get it on these shows. I'll get in my Facebook inbox a twelve paragraph. Hey, kid, uh, here's my theory on Ray. God bless you for putting that out there. <laughs> D- don't worry about that. And, and yeah. look, concentrate on the themes. You know, mm-hmm. you're a storyteller. You're going to put themes right. in your stuff, even though you, the trailers might be have some intrigue and mystery to them. You're telling a story, and that's where I go back to what you said. Is like they're going to put things curated. You use. That's why I'm I'm super excited for the idea of Ray tempted by the dark side, but I'm not worried about hashtag dark Ray. Right. Mm. I just don't have any right. theories about it. Well, yeah, you know, I, and thoughts, I, I agree but completely, theories. and I would say, and I don't, I, 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 I'm in in advance sensitive of this coming off like like lecturing or chastising or something, and I don't mean it that way. But for me personally, I feel like the focus. Should the should is the problem in my sounding like I'm lecturing, but the sh- I feel so with that put it in quotes. I feel like it should be about enjoying or, or not even enjoying. It should be about the story. It's about mm-hmm. it's about what's going to happen in this movie. And if it's focused about trying to guess what's going to happen and get it right, or what should happen in the story, or or solving a puzzle, then that's like at best to the side of what to me is the heart of all of Star Wars, which is like, I want to get into this world and yeah. see what happens next. Yeah. And you, after the fact, sure, you could decide, I hated that, I think they mm-hmm. mishandled it, I think they blew it, but, um, and that's, of course, you're right, you know, but I, I, I guess I feel like, to me, it's less about, like, analyze, like, I don't know, I speculate because I'm excited about what's going to happen yes. in it, yes. but I don't speculate, like, um, Okay, now my job is to figure to it out. Figure, figure this out, out so I can tell everyone so I have that shit. I have yeah. that first, yeah. and then uh, yeah, and that's like she fucking I, I, was not raising that yeah. shit. No, <laughs> and, and you were right. And you were right. Uh, I'm very passionate about the Obi Wan idea. I, I push back on, on people say it's a creative bankrupt decision of a show. Like, no, there's a lot to mine in those yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah. between Sith and, and New Hope. Um, but I have to remind myself that if the series opens up and it, and it's a story of uh, Obi Wan defending uh, the farm from pirates, like. Uh, Okay, I have to enjoy that story or not based on that and I, and I do believe I, I, some people just don't like Last Jedi I'm not pointing at him he loves no, it no I do um, like it yeah. uh, some people just don't like it and that's fine but I, I, I absolutely have been a little burnt out on the because on, I was a huge Game of Thrones fan who actually enjoyed season 8 I did too uh, um, I, I, keep, I keep going up the, the answers are, are the answers and not they're not yours right. and you have to that's the Jedi way you have to release yourself of those desires yeah. and possession of those things yeah, and, and the that control, control of it. the way of the Sith. It is, and and it does not mean I don't have a thousand thoughts about what it means for Ray to be in that that uh, that costume, that cosplay that she's got going on there. Shout out to Molly Damon who cosplayed for that. Who's too. Dark Ray? I think looks better. Looks than better. Dark yeah, Ray in the 
But, but that's because the other, yeah, if you want to analyze it by the frame, it doesn't even really look, it looks either uh, an altered reality or some kind of, she's she her, she's paler, she's gaunt. She's a bit dead behind the eyes. Yeah, but it also could be real. It could be, could be. she's possessed. It's Temple of Doom. <laughs> you know, she's possessed. Kalima. So, sort of. Kalima. This is a very family guy thought. If she gets, if she turns dark gray and then just for no reason, Ki Hoi Kwan runs out with a torch and then, <laughs> And then she's like, ah! and then she's like, we gotta bring maybe, back Key like maybe, yeah. Hey, yeah. maybe we'll do an Indiana Jones Disney Plus TV show. Who knows? We'll hey. see. I don't know why um, I did the thumbs up. I, like, so I, I, I haven't it. thought about it. Uh, well. I was just so like, <laughs> sort, yeah, that's of, your <laughs> sort of like what Alex asked with uh, Kenobi. Uh, kind of like Alex's question with Kenobi. Is there anything you you need in nine? What like is there anything yeah. that like? It's a it's a great question. It's a fair question. I I I, I just need. I need to know the next chapter. You know what I mean? I need to see how they tie together, and I have to separate from things that I understand. You know, we were joking off camera, like if, if like, hey, do you think the war, uh, world between worlds? No, JJ has no idea what you're talking about. Chris Terrio has probably, I'm assuming, has no idea what the world between worlds is. I also think Filoni put stuff out there to be like, <laughs> enjoy that, Lucasfilm employees. <laughs> I think Jason Sindula is a. <laughs> Guess what? He's there. Yep, there's another Jedi out there. But um, mm. so I, I haven't. I haven't. You asked me to be honest before the show in a way I don't get to on other shows, uh, other than Force Center. Um, I don't know yet what I want. Yeah. Mm. I don't know yet. Good ending, all those things. I don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah. I'm what open. Do you need, Rubens? I. I. Well, so. Watto. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't want like well, like sort of like I was saying, I don't, I don't want to like pre-decide what's gonna disappoint me or not. I yeah. would like, I like, I would in a way like, I, if I correctly speculated exactly what was gonna happen, I think I'd be bummed out. Mm. You know, I'd be like, you're a talented <laughs> writer, screenwriter. Thank All right? you. So I, I dabbled, and there's a reason I'm dabbling, and you're doing it. Um, <laughs> if I'm right too much, I'm like, then something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel that way with jokes. Something. Like if I, if I. If I think of a joke and then I realize like other people have made that joke already, I'm kind of like a, like I mean not not like I'm like oh I suck or something, but I'm like okay, well then that wasn't like I didn't I, I shouldn't I want to be too proud. Do you do this like if you're on social media and like Alex tweets a uh, Bacchus tweets something and I get a response ready and I look and someone's beating me three up, I go I suck. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I usually uh, I don't really tweet that much anymore, and when I do, I usually delete. But like if I tweet <laughs> something, smart. if I'm it's gonna fair. tweet something like. I will usually I hope, try to remember to do it before. Otherwise, I'm like, Ugh. Um, but like I'll sometimes Google it to make sure like uh, somebody else made this joke, this yeah. observation. You know, yeah. yeah, like. That's um, fair. Yeah. Um, but uh, everything the real solution is just not to tweet. But I, I <laughs> but I, less but, and um, less. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I yeah. and muting words. Yeah, you were saying that's a good uh, muting words is a secret. We yeah. won't um, say what words have been but muted. I, I just want it. What muted. I want from Star Wars. Uh, is to um, uh, uh, put my my brain into that world and be in it and see what happens. And the more it feels like I'm watching people doing something with Star Wars, the less happy I am. You know, like mm. I want to be immersed in it. Mm. I want that from all art and entertainment, but especially Star Wars. I want to just be immersed in it. And uh, I hate getting bumped out of it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, that's what I most want. Um, and I, I mean, you know, like, I mean, I think that the homework assignment for them in a way is like, it's got to be the end of this trilogy. It's got to be the end of the 
Um, essentially, I think it has to be the end of the six movies, not counting the prequels. And it also has to be the end of the nine movies. And um, and that's a tall order. And I, I'm optimistic. I think that mm. they've been doing an amazing job so far. But that's, I mean, like, you know, for if it pulls off in any way doing that and is an enjoyable, exciting, fun movie, then, like, yeah. I think it's a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, oh, here's a just side note. I, I just wanted to share this. I was thinking about like I always get grouchily about like I don't like when people say A New Hope because the movie wasn't even they didn't even have the A New Hope subtitle until like a couple of years in in the yeah. re-releases. Um, so I would call that movie Star Wars. Like I grew up calling it Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. They didn't start talking about episodes until um, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't refer to them by their episode numbers, um, which is neither here nor there. But I bring it up because the fact that the first Star Wars movie was called Star Wars. And then the whole trilogy is called Star Wars, and the whole saga is called Star Wars. Makes me think, like, well, okay, well, then if you do look at it as a nine-movie thing, like, if if the first movie is Star Wars, Hmm. then it's A New Hope, which kind of, it's about hope, right? You know, Mm -hmm. hope is really key to the whole saga. But, like, if you look at the whole nine, and it's called A Phantom Menace, the first one's called The Phantom Menace, then I'm kind of like... Oh, interesting. Palpatine's back in Rise of Skywalker, right? That means Palpatine, we didn't even realize this the last two movies, Palpatine's like the main villain of the whole whole thing. thing. And then I'm kind of like, talk about a fucking Phantom Menace. Jesus Christ. Like, he's like, he's still the Phantom Menace, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, so I'm kind of like, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, I like that. I mean, he's the Phantom Menace. I feel, uh, I, I, I learned a valuable lesson with The Last Jedi, which was I went into that movie with a lot of stuff. Expectations, yes, needs. Things that I really, really, really wanted to happen. And I, and I still think there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. I grew up with a lot of Luke Skywalker toys. I was really hoping I was going to get to see Luke Skywalker doing shit with special effects we didn't have in the late 80s. I was really hoping he was going to pull an Imperial Walker out of the sky or crush a TIE fighter with the Force. We still got something incredible, a Force power that I will admit, on first viewing, you and I walked out of it together and and we both went, ah, it's a little anticlimactic, right? Like he wasn't even there. And then the next couple times, it's like, like, wait the a minute. Incur- the, the most, most powerful inc- use of he, the force we've he, ever seen. <laughs> it, yeah, it is the most incredible thing we've ever seen. And, and that's so thing, Jedi. I had to reprogram my brain to to learn to get what Ryan Johnson's message was. And with the last two years of fandom, which you're not as plugged into the fandom as we are, and not, not that you're not a fan, but it's just you don't, you're not inundated with an algorithm. I try not to be, yeah. You're not inundated with You're still with enjoying a, Star Wars yeah. the way I think Alex and I enjoyed Star Wars pre-internet. Mm-hmm. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. We we got three weeks of that when they're not here. But my big, <laughs> the big reason why um, I'm bringing up Last Jedi is, is that two years sort of drained me of joy of what could happen yeah. in Star Wars because people were so mad about what did happen. Yeah. And now all I need the Rise of Skywalker to do is give me that feeling I yeah. had when I saw The Force Awakens. Yeah. When I saw The Force, I remember it vivid. You and I, we had never, we hadn't met yet. You, you didn't know I, I had legs yet. I know, dude. You, Yeah, yeah. I, you were just a guy on a screen. Actually, <laughs> dude, I didn't start watching until Rogue One. He yeah. got me into it before Rogue One. Thanks, Steve. I needed that We click. talked about 
Force Awakens every day. We talked about Force Awakens every day leading up to that fucking movie. And I remember we went to Veggie Grill with our wives, and then oh, yeah. we each had our own special spot right, right, we right, had right. in the theater. You have a spot you like. I have a yeah. spot I like. I have like. the right spot, and you have this weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a weird, I, I, for some reason, I like the edge. It's weird. I like edge and way in the back. Yeah. You know Roger Ebert it's says middle all the way to the left is actually the best Space to watch your interesting. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I like I like there. middle all the way to the right. Maybe I'm Siskel. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but the the reason why I bring that up is is I in that moment felt like a child with yeah. my action figures and that and it, Star Wars doesn't belong to me, but it gave me that moment. Belongs to uh, me. Yeah, belongs to everybody. Mm. But I remember Sarah looking over at me when Star Wars went on the screen. She knew I was gonna cry. Like, she knew there was no way I was getting out of that crawl without getting emotional. <laughs> and as soon as it went, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, I just saw this. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, she's looking at me. I'm just, honey, you're, you're actually making me not get emotional because I'm self-conscious. And then it just went, dun, dun, dun. and then when it said, Luke Skywalker has vanished, yeah. I just went, <laughs> here we go. And that, I, the, yeah. I need it to be that, and I'm with you a thousand percent. I need it to end those nine movies, those six movies, and these three movies in a way that just delights me and surprises yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, it has to, it's really hard for them to slam dunk it, but I think that they can, but it's, it has to, it just has to, all the, every movie, everything has to work on multiple levels because it's multiple audiences. Some people are just coming in being like, how are they going to wrap this up? Mm. How, how are you dealing with the force? How are you factoring in the whole story, the chosen one? How are you, and some people are just straight up like, it's just gotta be fun. Between, I, I, I love The Last Jedi. I think that a flaw of The Last Jedi is that I don't think it's a crowd pleaser as much as Star Wars movies kind of need to be. I think that's why it was divisive. Mm -hmm. I think The Force Awakens is a crowd pleaser. Mm -hmm. And anyone who says that they, like people who claim, people who say they don't like The Force Awakens, I'm like, okay. But people who claim that like it was not entertaining, I'm kind of like, it's like saying that you hate the Beatles. I'm like, okay, like I mean, I believe you. Like some people hate the Beatles, but it's like, even yeah. like I was in those theaters, like it's it was crap. It's a solid I, pop hit. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. it was like, yeah. I, I That's never, Old Town Road, baby. Like, like, yeah. That movie had moments where it was just like, it was like when the uh, Tyrannosaur ate the Velociraptor yeah. in Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. but like times 10 and like, mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, um. Sorry, I'm getting uh, yeah. off track. But point being that, like, I, I, I do really hope it's a crowd pleaser, and I really hope it's like food for nerds, and that's all. That's hard to combine. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Um, and I think in some ways, the Last Jedi was like heavy on the food for nerds department and li light on the crowd pleaser department. Although 100%. it's sort of, uh, I think we even talked about this a long time ago. It's, it's sort of this thing of of Weezer came out with the Blue Album. Mm -hmm. And Buddy Holly was just this like crowd pleasing banger. It's a great banger. song. Banger. Everyone Wee remembers that it. That was a great video right? too by Spike right. Jones. Yeah. Yes. Right. And then and then their sophomore album Pinkerton came out, and everyone's sitting there scratching their heads going. Yeah. Huh? I used to love that album. I, I can't listen to it anymore. School but it, 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 this uh, is a Weezer uh, podcast. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, no, I, I do me. love Pinkerton. Yeah. That's a different yeah, podcast. But I think. And then I started thinking about it. I think I brought this up to you the other day, where I went, okay. A New Hope comes out, and it's Star Wars. Star, 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 Star Wars, sorry, yeah, yeah, Star Wars yeah. comes out, <laughs> and it's this like popcorn, bubblegum pop sort of hit, right? Then Empire Strikes Back comes out, and it's so completely, tonally different 
Well, I don't know. Completely totally. Right I think there, it's you know? a lot. I mean, I, I don't want to say it's darker and slower yeah. and moodier, but it is. Yeah. In, in all the best ways. Yes. Yeah. But it's also that I really think, fun. Oh, it's, yes, I agree. I think some of the best yeah. comedy in Star Wars is actually mm -hmm. in that. But I, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it's it. like, but I can imagine looking at the reviews of when Empire first came out. Yeah. And they're not very positive. Were they not? No, no not really at all. In fact, all. it mirrors no, very it's much really similar to this the is, last what Jedi. What is this? It's dark. It's so not then fun. we yeah. come back to Return of the Jedi, and Return of the Jedi is like. Did, they get, did that get good like, reviews? I, I I don't recall the reviews, but looking at it, it's sort of like it's like a seven. It's sort of another like it's 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 sort of a bubblegum pop hit, yeah. like, all right, let's play the hits again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm and 41. I saw uh, Return of the Jedi in theaters in 1983 when I was five. Um, people who are, like, a couple years older than me that I hate the Re Return of the Jedi. Like, mm -hmm. people, most people I know who are, like, a little older than I am hated Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. I still love it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I hate the, the, it's the worst of the special editions. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah. it, but in the original Jedi movie, Rocks is, an, is on another it's a level. Disgrace. <laughs> it makes me angry. But um, uh, this is a Max Rebo podcast. I, You're in safe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're in, you in yeah. safe company. No, but but I mean, but yeah, yeah. Return of the Jedi, like. Um, even the Ewoks, like I, I'm not angry about the Ewoks. Um, th there's really kind. Of, I mean, I like Return of the Jedi. It's not. I, I, uh, it has some of the best moments of mm -hmm. the whole saga in it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there are some parts that are a little bit more boring, but it's mm -hmm. also like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm. What I'm trying to get to is, that I feel like with Episode Nine and sort of this new trilogy, I feel like there's. A similar pattern mm. with the original so trilogy be like a, that a I feel like mm -hmm. this third Big one's going to be a fun this banger. Is a, album? At, a fun yeah. banger, but it might have a few yeah. dips. That's like, oh, you know, I'm going to skip these two tracks. If it's the Green Album, and I'll be okay it's with okay. that. That's and okay. I'll be okay with it if it's that. Like, I hope yeah. it's not the Green Album though, because I didn't love the Green Album. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a big fan of Hash Pipe and Island in the Sun. No, I like those songs, oh, okay. especially. Uh, uh, but I think that I, I, I never loved Island in the Sun, but I uh, I like. I mean, I like yep. that album. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I do like that part. That's very no, but what, uh, but I mean, like, what I would love. It, what if? What if it's like? Imagine if the maybe some people think this is the case, um, but imagine if the Green album had been the best Weezer album ever. Like it was like mm. Pinkerton plus the Blue album. Like because like this, it's like if what was great about both of those was magnified and turned into something even better. Like um, like uh, if it was uh, Daydream Nation by Sonic Youth. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if imagine if Rise of Scott. This isn't. This is from the album Dirty. Um, Hundred percent dirty. Well, hundred percent is a, is the amazing is a great song. That's one of the best. I'm a mid nineties rock DJ man. You're speaking my language, right. so let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but I mean, I think that if 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 that's what my hope. My hope is like yeah. So like, Force Awakens is the the blue, blue album. album. Last uh, Jedi's Pinkerton. Uh, if Last Jedi is Pinkerton, then I want. I would be okay with if Rise of the Skywalker. If Rise of Skywalker is the green album, I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll, like that, like, it's, um, they, they, they pulled it off, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I want it to be like the More. Weezer album that never was, like, the, mm -hmm. the like, I'm gonna when they advanced into this, like, uh, if yeah. Force Awakens is. No offense to Weezer, I don't Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. And Last Jedi is the White Album. I yeah. really hope The Rise of Skywalker. Is Abbey Road? Is Abbey Road. 
And not let it be. Not let it be. But let it be is okay. Let it be is Trevorrow's. Let it be. That's Trevorrow's episode nine is let it be. We'll hear about it later. (laughs) Abbey Road. We'll take out Phil Spector's Abbey Road is J.J. Abrams' The Rise of And for the record, I'll sell for let it be. I'll sell for the Green Album. I'll sell for... One after nine on nine, let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. I mean, like, you know, like, what I don't want it to be is, like, I just don't want... I just don't want it to be just like a huge bummer and like a just like disappointment. But I mean, some people you don't will. want it to that be Hurley. Be. You don't want it to be Hurley. I don't really know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the Red Album. I like a lot of. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk Weezer. Maybe. later. We've got. Yeah. I remember when Maladroit came out. I, I, liked, yeah, it. I liked, liked it. I liked it. But I. It yeah, was when Rivers was in his. You know, I grew up on Van Halen phase and he was just <laughs> shredding yeah. hot legs. Yeah. Well, one thing. Well, one thing about Weezer. I'm not a big. We, I don't know Weezer that well. So glad this is what we Rivers do on this Cuomo, show. I feel like Rivers Cuomo, like, is a guy who it's a little bit like Paul McCartney. I mean, I'm not not to compare. Well, yeah. yes, hi Rivers. You're, I'm comparing you to Paul McCartney, but like Paul McCartney's solo career, like the worst of his stuff, which is not great, still is Paul McCartney. Still, like, still written by a genius who's like a master of pop, and like these songs that I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm like, you're a genius. Like, I wish you were. I wish this were better, but I but like you are, and I feel like Rivers Cuomo like at least is just like always like doing something. Like he's always like making. He always wants. He's being a rock star. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He like I've never heard anything he did that I just was like. You yeah. suck. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, I've never had that reaction, yeah. sir. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but and and I think as long as like I, I just feel like if and J.J. Abrams is I think he's gonna he's gonna he and Lucasfilm and Kathy yeah. Kennedy are gonna like come into this movie. They're coming into this movie. They gotta be trying to trying to make it great. Yeah. And I don't. I just can't. I, I I'm optimistic. I'm. I, I don't think it's gonna be just like. Shit. Yeah. What do you think, Ken? I'm optimistic. I hope there's 25 minutes of that Claude character that we've seen, which is the (laughs) walking the wormy butthole walking penis. 25 minutes. You want? I want 25 minutes of a monologue from Claude talking about the the the, the history of Snoke. That's where our answers. (laughs) What they talking about? Hey guys. (laughs) Snoke took over the first order. That's what I want. I wanted to be like like. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's the, like voiced by the, Dustin Ryan. The <laughs> opening shot of Lost with the eyeball, it's just him. Yeah. And he like wakes up, like slumps yeah. out of bed, and he's just like, like goes to work, like puts he's on a flail, and he's like, what the he's fuck is going on? Yeah. And he just walks past Ray and Kylo fighting on the Death Star, <laughs> and he's just off to work, and we follow him, and nothing of what's going on. He looks at the camera like a really bad community theater, like, oh. <laughs> You're here. I just, oh. Let me oh. tell you a story. <laughs> I just go, why would, for me, I go, why would JJ come back if JJ didn't, like, his heart wasn't in it to just to knock it out of the park? And, like, not that JJ needs to prove a damn thing to anyone, because he doesn't. But he does, the main gripe with JJ is he doesn't know how to stick a landing. Yeah, he doesn't know how to Although my biggest fear, my biggest fear, I think he's, I've, uh, my biggest fear okay, is, yeah, what's is your biggest the Weezer fear, fear okay. that Rivers Cuomo was told <laughs> that Pinkerton was a disappointment. And then instead of either doubling down on it, he I, 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 this may be false. This may be a false narrative. This was a little bit before you could fact check as oh, well. I remember. Google. What, I know you're but talking the about. story was that he was like, "All right, fine, fuck you. I'm just gonna make more of the stuff you like." And that the and that the Green Album was almost like a kind of a cynical gesture. It wasn't like a loving, pa- passionate, like, "Okay, mm-hmm. here's my new shit." It was kind of like, "All right, fine, I give you up." Like you know, like stuff I don't that's want. Complex. I know that J.J. Abrams 
couldn't have been psyched about the hate that The Force Awakens got. He could always rest on the fact that it's still the biggest movie of all time in the United States and North America. Wouldn't you say Last Jedi got more hate than The Force Awakens? It did, but... But yeah. I don't think that's going to make J.J. Abrams be like, oh, oh nice. Okay. Like, I, I think I think J.J. Abrams, also, like, I love, there was, like, in, before the movie came out, there was an interview with him and his wife. It was so funny where they were, like, they were talking to him, and she she turned to him, and she was like, are you ever going to do anything original? She yeah. was like, you did Star Trek, you did Star yeah, Wars, you're going to make your own thing? And, and he was like, but, but on some level, <laughs> He's like, like no matter eight. how successful you ever are, you're always able to be like, oh, what if, but, like, what if not only had The Force Awakens been the biggest movie of all time, but also it was a little bit more united in its yeah. love. Like, so I just hope that he didn't Rivers Cuomo and be like, all right, never mind. I hope he's like, I hope he's doubling I, down. I, that's such a great, I love the Weezer talk tonight, by the way, boys, this is great. Um, <laughs> the, there was a couple comments, I don't know them, we'll paraphrase, but JJ talked about eight and how he, he basically said, this is kind of recently of like, oh, I, upon seeing that, I realized I can do whatever the fuck I want. And yeah. I don't have to be holden to Star Wars because Force Awakens. He clearly was tasked Beholden. with soft rebooting. Not just I'm not talking the the axe and a right, Death Star. Right, right. Just like we need to bring people yeah, back bring, to Star, bring Star Wars. Wars back. And he's got to be like, I did it. And you're all mad at me. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think generally now now Force Awakens is is, is more loved than maybe now that eight's people come out. Yeah. That's good. But I hope that happens with they too. So I'm yeah. to your point. Like that's where I do look to those clues of him going. All right, I came back. Probably to show I can get a mega deal. Let me get this lock, finish the game air. But oh, I saw what he did, and and I I can bring I can show them JJ the artiste now, and, yeah. and but also wrap it up with a walking, talking, handless penis monster. So yeah. <laughs> with a butthole mouth. <laughs> yeah, boy, that Which was crazy. I'm not prejudging. It's <laughs> yes, back in the bed, yeah. and that's a, boy. Yeah. That was crazy. After, after this, is, yeah, this is the only Star Wars movie with like a stinger at the end after the credits. You're like, you guys are still here? The saga's over. It's like hey, the end of Ferris Bueller. But if that's um, the only part you put on 3D glasses for because he goes, whoa, whoa, reaches out in the audience. I think we have a whole bunch of months to speculate and yeah. get excited. I don't think so. Okay, we're almost there. Yeah. But I have to tell you, this conversation... It feels nice to just get excited about new Star Wars. It's been a while. I was feeling the fatigue a couple weeks ago. Hold on and to now, the love. That's what on. it's all about. Hold mm-hmm. on to the love. Mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. Man, it's enjoy, enjoyment. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate right. leads to suffering. Right. Star Wars quote. <laughs> Who said that again? That, that green Yoda. guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Green, yeah, yeah, green guy. He went, that was crazy. Hold on a second. Yeah. Red-eyed 3PO? Creepy. Oh, yeah. A little bit like... Uh, Alex is like, we just wrapped it up, I just Steve. wrapped that doing? shit up. But uh, I just was like, I saw the red light on the camera and went, Red-eyed 3PO? Like, yeah, plenty uh, of time. It's only an hour and a half. We're only an hour and a half. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, you about to say, like, triple zero. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be played for laughs. I think his programming gets messed up. I bet you're right. And I think he has a moment where he goes a little crazy. Well, we do know that he has a gun, too, right? Wasn't there something yeah, that we said? Something that, that we think, yeah, yeah. That, like, well, that was that leaked poster. My hot take is, it seems to be my hot take is, is it's sort of like when you're something like, 
our camera's plugged in or something. He's plugged into something, getting some yeah, update. His eyes are red. It's two seconds. It's unplugged. Oh, he's no, back and he's got, got an update. That would be so misleading. I hope that's not what that. That couldn't be that. I think those red. Why eyes do you have are, a red arm in Force no, Awakens? Well, yeah, but they didn't like have that be one of the like six things they showed us in the teaser or something. Yeah. Like I bet he. I bet. I, I hope it isn't like Attack of the Clones. Like I hope he just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't that's like, that's next that's to Jedi Rocks is my low point in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that that the him digital three PO. Just that whole sequence of the yeah. yeah. Just the craziness on the conveyor belt, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And then he say like, I'm beside myself. myself. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like the red eyes are absolutely connected to him in that the leaked poster of him holding yeah, the gun. Right. I think. He probably has some kind of murder protocol, uh -huh. and it, my guess would be is that they say something where they're like, "We cannot, we do not have enough manpower. We need everybody to fight." And he goes, "Oh, oh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am actually programmed." Wait, what? Uh -huh. Like, Chewie, show them, and like Chewie plugs him in, and it's, and he's, and it's like the Iron Giant, yeah, yeah and he's, he's like a savage. And I think what will be funny about it is that he will be like IG88 in the Mandalorian. <laughs> I think they will actually make him cooler than like IG cool. Yeah. Like they will make yeah, IG they will make him it'll they'll make it cool because if we are rounding an entire nine movies, yeah. that right. poor droid has just been mocked. Yeah, and let, mocked. Him, let him have He's his gonna moment. have a, a moment where he gets to be a hero, and it'll either be rad or it will be laughable. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see what happens. But I think it's I would I'm into it. I'd be a I'd I'd bet money on the red eyes or some sort of like uh, like combat protocol that mm. three PS, which I don't know how somebody with stiff, stiff. bent arms is going to be able to do a lot of fighting, but it'd be great if like the red eyes just make it so we can go. All right, great. Yeah. Or, or just sort of like um, what's that? I'm thinking of a specific effect, but it's like basically like all of the metal like flies off of him. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, you know, he just, he just back to his skeleton form. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all wires. He's all wires. His and coverings all and all wiggly. get taken yeah. off. Oh. Yeah. I mean, oh. Anakin made him, right? Some people yeah. were pointing that out. It's like, Anakin, Darth Vader created C-3PO, so. <laughs> that yeah. little kid was like, boy, it'd be real fucking cool if this yeah. droid could if just. If I ever become evil, just, I, if you, I'm just beat saying, up my bullies. Well, yeah. I mean, what it could be is like, boy, I, re I, I am a slave. I could build this robot to kill Lotto, <laughs> and he acts his whole time. Three PO's just imagine been like, if I that moment, which I think is a, yeah. <laughs> I think this is a good call that it, it could be that like, oh, I do have a combat protocol. What if it's like fucking Hayden Christensen Force Ghost, who's like, three <laughs> PO, activate kill mode. Is it kill mode? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, thank yeah. the maker. <laughs> I do. So I will say this. <laughs> I do have a theory, and I've, I've talked a little bit about it on the show, and this will be what we will close out on. But we did get a, a teaser poster. Yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, I'd mm. give the teaser poster like a, a 6 or 7. Yeah. In, in terms of Star Wars, te like the last well, the Jedi one. seems a little different. Yeah. I feel little, like if, if Palpatine didn't look a little kind of like, um, uh, like rubbery, I would give it like a 9. Well, so you know it was based off a toy model. Somebody mm. found the reference of a it's hot, a hot toy. toys of the Empire. It's it's a it's a pic it's it is a painted rendering of a photo of an action figure. Why? That's a great question. My actually, actually <laughs> well well I, I have my, my theory is that I don't think JJ wants the marketing teams to know for fear of leaks like? what Palpatine looks so like. So take a picture of him from the movies. 
Uh, yeah, I think that's what they were like. They looked up Palpatine, like, oh, this is a pretty good reference. Mm. And they Google image. Googled imaged it, and I don't think they thought too much about it. And I think it was just. How could they not have thought too much? Of, they think about everything. Something's think wrong. Something's, I, yeah. Either way, there is something that stuck out in the image to me mm -hmm. that I think is both a little bit, it looks fucking cool, but I have this theory of how I think they're going to tie all nine movies in. Mm -hmm. There is a, there is sort of this blue sort of light side lightning coming mm -hmm. on Ray's yeah. side and the red yes. light side, uh, red dark side lightning on Kylo. I think that somehow, some way, force ghosts play a big role in the final battle. Yeah, and I think right. if, you, if there's a way to do that where it's like force ghost Luke, force ghost Anakin, Ewan's back for Kenobi, force ghost Kenobi. Well, I mean, we talked about the fact that I, yeah. I, I was blown away in The Last Jedi, but not, there wasn't that much comment on it. The fact that force ghost Yoda, who's been dead for <laughs> decades, set a tree on fire exactly. with lightning. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait. So imagine if it's like, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, what if it's like those force ghosts and Rey against like a Palpatine, the Knights of Ren. We don't know where Kylo lines up in his redemption at that point. Sorry, mm -hmm. maybe he's redeemed. Other way, but like, I mean, do we think there's a possibility? Sith Ghost Emperor, but who's all red, shooting red lightning and shit. Plagueis? But do you Plagueis? think that Force Ghosts Maul? will be able to say, say Force Ghost Luke is able to enter Rey? I don't, wanna, I don't know like, about all the logistics of it. I just think that in the climax of this movie, if you are going to wrap up these nine movies, you've established that one of the devices is that our heroes when they are gone, become sort of blue ghost mentors. And if you're gonna tell me that Rey is a nobody, but this is the end of the Skywalker saga, mm -hmm. and Kylo's a Skywalker, but he's a bad Skywalker. Do we think Caden Christensen's back? I think I probably think so. yes, right? You and think I he's think, in it? I think I just want it so much it's hard to bet. I feel yeah, like... I, I, I would like it. I just have a feeling that something about that image of the blue lightning and mm -hmm. the red lightning, I was like, this is going to be the actual manifestation of the light side of the force fighting the dark side yeah. of the force, and there's going to be these crazy. I do kind of think you might finally get your Luke Skywalker doing crazy shit. I think it, but and as I think, a force ghost, exactly. I think it'll be as a force ghost. I think he will have transcended some crazy. We cut call I mean, him we've Luke been the say, White. Yeah, we've been saying it. Luke, Luke the White, White since last so it's like Jedi Gandalf, came out, but where, he's back. Right, it's, right, right. It's like he's dead, but he's not dead. But and he's again, that that could be crazy. I don't know. But it's way more way, logical than some of the other stuff. I, I just seen. think if you're going to tie in all nine movies, yeah. you've got a device where they come back as ghosts. Why yeah. not have them all? Do it Harry Potter style. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for being here, Ken. Where can the lovely people find you at home? Hey, you can find me at catnapsack.com. And I do want to thank you boys. I was recently at the Central Coast Film Society's screening of Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope, which you have to say, according to Lucasfilm, <laughs> <laughs> that you have to, it's yeah. in yeah. their contract yeah. for the event. They gave yeah. me permission for the screening. Uh, you guys yeah. donated some uh, exclusive uh, Exclusive set of, of, of pens, uh, and uh, for an auction to help really Those raise pens money. Those pens are great. Their pens are awesome. Pens oh, are thanks, great, uh, and it raised uh, money for uh, scholarships for young filmmakers to so the Central Coast Film Society. I got to host mm -hmm. that event, and, and uh, we we thank you all uh, for that. Thank uh, you. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Your audio book's out, right? Audio book for Why We Love Star Wars: The Great Moments to Build a Galaxy Far, Far Away is out as of this recording today, this week. I got to do it. I had to audition to get my own book, oh, but I wow. did it, uh, which is great. So it's kind of like a, I got to correct one error that. Got 
mascot in there. Oh, where I misnamed wow. the Star Destroyer. You're like it's Darth Vader, not Dark Vader. I always thought it was Dark. I thought it was, I always thought it was Han's Solo. <laughs> Darth Han. Vader. I wrote. I wrote Darkwing Dark Vader. Darkwing Vader is a great job. Darkwing Duck the entire book. But anyways, thank you for that plug. It's out right now. You can get it on Audible and where it's a great book. Yeah, it's a great book. I actually have it. On my nightstand, and I will oh, read good. a chapter if I just feel like getting a, a little reading in before bed. I can it's whisper great. it you, in your ear. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I'll, I gotta yeah. read. I'll read the actual book. I think. I, think, I don't want to listen. No, you, to you don't. I know. Um, Rubens reads. <laughs> I will. Um, I will gush. Uh, congratulations to you, Camille Nanjiani is nominated for an Emmy. Oh for, yes, for an episode for of Twilight. For an incredible performance yeah. in uh, for an episode of Twilight Zone that you penned. If you yeah, guys yeah. haven't, I know you hate. Gushing about yourself. If you haven't watched the reboot of the Twilight Zone, get your CBS access now. It's well, you can sign up for a free week and then cancel it, and then you go what? <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to want to do that because they're going to want to stick around. I'm working on season two hard. right now. I think season two is going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, I wrote uh, uh, the comedian and Blurry Man, which were the first and last. Which uh, Seth Rogen's in the last one. That that's you wrote, true. Right? That was true. Yeah. The, I will not say anything. The finale bended my mind in a really great way. It was. Fantastic television. Is there anything cool you want to want to plug besides Twilight Zone? Anything cool you're working on? People should check out. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that being said, we're super grateful you guys. I mean, I, we also we didn't do this a couple episodes back, but while they're here, we were talking about pins raising money for young filmmakers. Thank you out there to everybody that bought up uh, Civilized Age pins. Uh, we were able to donate. When all was said and done, $1,700 to every town for gun safety and uh, Paso del Norte, so mm -hmm. for the El Paso gun victims, because you guys were gun victims of the El Paso shooting, not El Paso gun victims, uh, because you guys were amazing and so supportive. And just our community out there, I think now when all is said and done, we're close to about $6,000 have been donated to charity since we started yeah. this show. So it's nice that... Um, we're not just talking about Star Wars, we are living the lessons that it teaches us, trying to make the galaxy a better place, be in the spark. So thank you out there to everyone who supports the show. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you so much, guys. Thank this you. is both your five, fifth time oh, yeah, being yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, we yeah. were told there was yes. bathrobes. There is yes, bathrobes. Like I said, now we're getting them made. We're getting them made. We're going to take it to okay. Lovitz's Piano Bar okay. in Universal now, right. have a couple cocktails. <laughs> With that being said, May the, the force be with, be you. with you. 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 Thanks for checking out the show. And if you liked what you saw, remember to hit subscribe. And if you're listening to us over on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you guys want to support the show, you can check out our merchandise shop. Every order that we sell goes right back into helping us make this show. And remember, tell your friends. May the force be with you.